being awake is not like, okay, do you know all the answers? More like, okay, are you able to be asking the questions? Are you able to be with those questions and, you know, identify where there's a problem and then like go for solutions and try to find those solutions and, and with a good heart and not as a matter of like egoic resolve, like, oh, I need to like solve these problems, you know, but like, but are you, are we, are we going to participate in life and the strangeness of life and all its beauty or not, you know, cause like the strangeness can be because it's, it's over there. It's so other that you can't even like incorporate that into your life, but you, you can <laughs> perhaps. So, so like, or why is it there? Why am I even able to observe this thing? Maybe it is actually part of life. Maybe that is, maybe we, we should draw this a little bit closer and see what kind of connections can, can come of that. Cause that may be a part of life. Maybe it's not, I don't know, <laughs> but, right. but it's like you, you op- being open to the investigation. Back to a new episode, Mike Adelic. I'm Mike Brancatelli. You're you. Luke Schroeder was in the intro and Savage on the beats, on the tunes, on the track. That's one truth again. Little clip from Savage. I've uh, been really digging his album, Solstice. The link's on Spotify. It's just a killer, killer artist, man, killer musician. And uh, I've really been enjoying uh, listening to his music. And he's been kind enough to uh, allow us to use his music to create some really exciting intros and, and have some better, you know, soundscapes around this pod in the intros and outros. So big shout out to him. Thank you so much uh, for the music. And we'll be having him on the podcast at some time. I have a feeling that's going to be a great conversation, just like this one was with Luke. And if you guys want to hear these podcasts from now on, all podcast episodes will be ad free and released the day they're recorded on my Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash Mike Brank, you can go on there right now and see the last couple episodes that I put out, plus a new one video podcast episode with East Forest just recorded today, and that's up on the Patreon today. So if you want ad-free, raw, unedited uh, podcasts, go on to the Patreon. I have a feeling that we're going to be uh, cooking up some some other exciting things, uh, maybe like group calls or Q and A's when we have certain guests on and stuff. But anyway, right now you get access to early release episodes, bonus episodes, uh, unedited, raw, no advertising, no commercial episodes, probably no music too, just just the conversation. So go to Patreon.com/slash Mike Brank. Someone has told me that's that's Mike Brank, B R A N C. 
Someone's told me that it's like impossible to search on Patreon and find me. And then I tried doing it and that was the case. So I think I have, I don't know if I have to get in touch with them or if I'm shadow banned or what, I don't know what's going on, but uh, just go to the link that's in the show notes, so description and uh, consider becoming a patron, get access to the Inner Sanctum Discord chat server and all the other good stuff. We're going to have some new like merch and cool things coming up too. Uh, but yeah, uh, that'll, that'll be where the ad-free episodes are. And for this, we are happy to announce that we have a new sponsor. We have new sponsors, companies that want to work with this show and me and, and like what we're doing. And I'm liking what they're doing. So uh, go and support them. It's Waveblock. Waveblock is uh, the newest sponsor. Put in the code Mikeadelic and you get 20% off. Waveblock makes EMF radiation blocking stickers. Uh, that you could stick around your AirPods, uh, your your phone. They're just really, really good. Waveblock is is doing something really incredible, making solutions for all this new technology that we keep innovating with. And it's like, we like the technology. I hate cords. I hate wires. I hate all that stuff. They, they get tangled up. They're, you, you know, if you're running with them, it's a whole nightmare. We all know cords are terrible. So as the, the future becomes more and more digi- digitized and electrified. We want to know, well, what, what's happening? Is that causing harm to our bodies? Is that uh, causing harm to our brains, to our souls, to our spirits, to our, you know, what, what's happening here? So at Waveblock, they're not turning away from the latest and greatest tech. Instead, they're deciding to research and get their engineers on testing and creating safer ways to, you know, that we can still use our, our favorite products. So they're stickers and they're very highly rated. They attach to cell phones, wireless earbuds, and you can enjoy, you know, all of your favorite favorite gadgets. The stickers are lab proven to deflect EMF waves away from the brain. You don't want those EMF waves cooking your brains. We got enough stuff cooking our brains these days. So you can watch videos about how the the stickers work at waveblock.com. They um yeah, they're very very highly rated. Reviewed, scientists have strong evidence to believe that EMF radiation causes several different health problems. And, you know, I, I saw a video and they used a radiation detector and it, it turned red and it made a bunch of scary noises when the AirPods were put next to it. So that can't be good. Uh, you know, just saying. So, you know, might as well spend a little bit of money now than spend, you know, uh, something else later that's not good for your health. You know what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, consider getting this wave block. I think they're doing good things, trying to adapt to the technological change and offer products that will help uh, with this, the risk, mitigate the risk, right? We want to mitigate the risk as much as possible. I don't think there's any cure or that it's like totally going away, but it's definitely mitigating the risk, lessening, dampening the uh, severe uh, effects that it could be having on all of us. We don't know. The other thing is we don't know. There's a lot of studies that say, hey, it's fine. There's a lot of studies that say, Hey, this is messed up. And I tend to lean with the ones that are like, hey, this is messed up because as human beings, you know, we're, we, we have a tendency to kind of do that. <clears throat> anyway, check these guys out. They're great. Wave Block. Element Kombucha is fantastic. Go and get Element Kombucha. You've heard me talk about how much I love Element Kombucha. Just go get a bunch of booch. Go to Element Kombucha. And the link is in the show notes, show description. Put in the code Mike11. You get 11% off. 
It's the crispest, cleanest, most flavorful, good bacteria kombucha this side of the Mississippi. I mean, it's, it's probably the best in the, in the country, maybe the world. I consider myself a, a booch aficionado. And, uh, you know, Rowdy Mermaid, Brew Doctor, they were, they were pretty good for a while. Uh, you know, GT's always, always got a couple good ones. But Element Kombucha is really unique. You're gonna, I, I personally love the texture of it. They got the right amount of fizz. It's not too bubbly where you're just chugging down, you know, a bunch of microscopic Jupiters. Little gas planets, if you will, gas bubbles. It's uh, you're you're actually drinking liquid, so it's good. It's really really good. Taste it. You're gonna love it. I guarantee it. Otherwise, your money back on me. As uh, that statement is not legally bound. <clears throat> All right. Um, what else? Being true to you. Go check them out. I talked about them a bunch early on. Typically, what I do is when I have new sponsors on the show, I'll just talk about them a little bit on the on the first couple episodes really give my honest feedback about this and give you guys as, as much information as you um, could, could need to make a, a well-informed and educated decision about, hey, do I need some more kombucha? Should I give this kombucha a shot? Should I train to be a psychedelic coach? Should I learn how to grow mushrooms at Fungi Academy? Should I block these radiation waves shooting out of every orifice of my body because I've got cell phones and AirPods and all kinds of gadgets all around me and we're being microwaved to death by lizards that live in the center of the earth and are frying our brains through stylish looking 5G towers. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an information guy. I'm a feeling guy. And I say, if it feels right, pull the trigger. Take it, take it or leave it. I think all, all these things are good. But particularly Element Kombucha. Wave block, we'll see. But Element Kombucha hooks it up with kombucha, and I love their kombucha. This is the part of the show that doesn't need to be in existence. Simply donate $5 to my Patreon, and you don't have to hear this, or maybe you're not even hearing this and skipping through. In that case, drink a Mountain Dew. What do you say that rhymes with two? Oh, yeah. Improvisational, sing-songy kind of thing. Yeah, well. Or maybe you're looking at it like, hey, if I join the Patreon, I'm going to be missing out on all this intro gold. On all of this just pure gold of an intro, right? Look, you know and I know we both don't need to be here right now. This is basically just to say, hi, welcome back to the show. Hey, is this this is like my begging portion of the show. Hey guys, can you please help me and leave five star rating on Apple Podcast? If you like the show, guys, just please help me out. Just please do me a favor, guys, and just come on, y'all. Leave a five star rating and review. Come on, y'all. Come on. And buy from the sponsors. But if you sign up for Patreon, if you join the Patreon for $5 a month, you get access to all kinds of interesting things and also just straight up convos. No intros. Maybe you skipped ahead and you're like, oh, maybe the podcast starts now. Guess what? 
for all the people that have been skipping ahead to think that the podcast stops now at this point, it doesn't. It's still the intro. The whole, you know what? The whole thing is going to be the intro. I'm just going to sit here and repeat all of my sponsors and all the discount coupon codes, promo codes, until I start seeing that those numbers go up on the screen because that's what this podcast is all about. Screw art. Screw everything else with a purpose or integrity or the soul or any of that stuff. I'm in it for the money now. All right? I sold out. <sighs> sold out. I'm taking a big check. Big checks coming in the mail. Speaking of big checks, this podcast is brought to you by Raytheon Weapons Manufacturers. <laughs> Destroying third world countries, ravaging landscapes, and providing uh, the military industrial complex with its reason for being in continuous war efforts. That's Raytheon. Enter the promo code Mikeadelic and get 20% off a new cruiser missile. It's got a. You know, love and light painted on the corner of it. This podcast is brought to you by ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil fueling this podcast network. I actually don't have any electricity uh, in here that isn't powered by uh, a diesel-fueled engine that's being operated outside my house. Uh, and I have to keep feeding it uh, crude oil uh, so that it, it, it keeps going. The fumes are getting a little bit much here in the room, but we got to compete with these bigger shows, you know, and uh, I'm not going to turn down a check from uh, Satan himself. That's right. This podcast is sponsored by Lucifer. That's right. It is the fallen angel of God. For uh, $9.99 a month, you can burn in eternal damnation with the devil himself and come back to life. Oh, sorry. I keep banging the the table here with the mug. But you know what? You wouldn't hear these distractions if you went to patreon.com slash Mike Brank and got... You know, you know what? I, I, I said this enough. I think it's about time to start the show. Yeah. But one more thing. <clears throat> I got to tell you about the retreat that's coming up in Boulder that Bill Burns and myself are hosting. It's called Inward, a Primal Masculine Winter Solstice Journey. <clears throat> We are trying to create that good, good world, and by doing that, we need to be fully empowered, healed, integrated, uh, humbled men, and uh, that's what's been important for this, this men's work, that we can you know, be in a tribe of brothers again together and reconnect what it means to be alive, to feel alive, to feel uh, supported, encouraged, and not a, a cutthroat competitive way, but in a calling up rather than calling out. Uh, lending a hand in true collaborative way. And that's, uh, that's what we're building here. And we have a retreat coming up. The link is in the show notes, show description. It's called Inward. And with that being said, let's turn Inward into this conversation. Much love all. Thank you so much for all the ways that you support, whether it's leaving ratings, reviews, or going to Patreon, all that stuff. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. I love this conversation with Luke. It was so much fun. I know you guys are going to love it too. With that, enjoy. Here it is, Luke Schroeder. Well, it 
let's get this party started, I guess. Yeah. Well, we already kind of did get the party started. Yeah. <laughs> the party's it's, always wrong. It's always great to meet someone really for the first time and then just get right into, oh, you like this? I like this? All right, cool. Uh, yeah, like, let's, let's flow. Exactly. It's yeah. amazing. I feel like we've already talked about a lot of good stuff. <laughs> yeah, we hit on some good things. So yeah, we, we met at Unison Festival, which was... Right. I thought it was like an amazing festival. It was phenomenal. Yeah, it was so good. New Mexico is beautiful at that time of year, and the grounds were beautiful. That river was very nice to... Tico Time River Resort. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, it was... I think that was like my first festival um, since, you know, everything got like shut down. Really? Yeah. How was the dopamine release for that? <laughs> it was just magic. Yeah. For sure. Pure magic. Wow. I had done a couple festivals right before that, so I was kind of on a roll at that point. But it was, it's was it been so good this year coming back to the events and seeing people and doing real human interactions again. It's so great. Yeah. I love that environment. Yeah. It's really important just for everybody to have those sorts of experiences, you know, and we really missed that last year a lot. So <laughs> A lot, yeah. Yeah, so the the first like meeting of you wasn't you weren't even there. It was uh, I was just telling you before we were uh, we were recording. We were outside. I was telling you that uh, I was walking by the pavilion stage at Unison Festival, and I just saw this big canvas piece that you were working on, and I just it just it just grabbed me, and I and I was just there. It was like a magnetic pull, and then I was in there. And I was just like looking at it and feeling it and having like a, a developing a relationship with it and communicating with it. And then someone else came by and same thing. And we were both just standing there staring at it. And then like after maybe five minutes or so, we just looked at each other and we were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I aspire to uh, induce those sorts of reactions. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It's good. I mean, it's very important to have uh, art that uh, can sort of take away or dissolve language yes. a little bit and just to engage people and just the experience of both being in one place and, be and traveling somewhere else very deeply, you know, and I'm glad, very glad when my art can do that. That's exactly what it did. And, and then I was like, I got to find out who this person is. I got to find them and tell them, I love yeah. your art. <laughs> <laughs> well, here I am. Here <laughs> you, you found are. me. Yes. The, the, the seekers will find each other for sure. Yes. 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 Find the others. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That, mm -hmm. <laughs> that is, that is uh, one of the main mantras of my life. And, uh, for anybody listening, find the others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did, how did your, you know, how did this, this journey begin for you? Uh, you mean like art or life <laughs> or, or both? I assume you mean art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So art, I've been doing art all my life. Actually, I cannot remember a time when I wasn't drawing or doodling or doing art at some point in my life. So like even back when I was like three, I remember just like scribbling with like a black crayon all over pieces of paper. But, uh, you know, I mostly spent my life in school just like listening to the teachers and just doodling in class. So I spent like just decades doing art. And then I um, started painting though. I didn't ever actually enjoyed painting. Um, 
in school. Um, I didn't go to art school. I got a philosophy degree in college. And oh, uh, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Was super amazing. It was incredibly stimulating, and uh, it was very important um, for my development, I would say. Um, but I never took an art class in college. I had some good teachers in high school, though. Um, but then after college, I was like, well, I'm not going to graduate school. I was burned out of school, and I started painting on some cardboard boxes that my mom brought home from her workplace and just started painting on those. And I would paint each side of the box successively and I'd started to learn to paint. And then a couple of weeks went by and I was like, wow, I like this. All right, let's keep this going. So I started painting more and more and uh, just kept it up over the years. Um, just outside of work and socializing, I would come home and paint and then one thing led to another, and then I eventually met a friend who uh, took me to music festivals, and started. I started live painting, and uh, that sort of opened up. When was that? A lot of doors. That was 2017 in okay, spring. Cool. Yep. So really, not that long ago. Honestly, yeah. it feels like. I mean, my entire life has been the last four years to some extent. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was an amazing connection to make to finally find the others you know because i had been you know listening to like terrence mckenna and people saying find the others you know and uh so so yeah you you, you started listening to terrence mckenna yeah well that was many years ago i don't even remember when that initially happened but before i started like live painting and going to festivals i had been like working part-time jobs i was like painting a house for a guy and i was listening to these terrence mckenna talks for like weeks and months doing that and i was like oh my god i've got to find the others and then a couple months later where, yeah. where were you i was living in virginia at the time okay is yeah. that where you grew up yes for, for the most part i i was born in new jersey but i only lived there for like two years but then i pretty much grew up in rural virginia lexington shout out to the peeps in Lex Vegas. Lex there Vegas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what they call it. Yeah. Uh, some of us. Yeah. <laughs> the ones who are awakened. <laughs> nice. nice. If you want to call it that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was very fortunate to, to run into somebody who knew how to bring me to the right people and places and uh, things just connected from there and I've just been in the festival and like live painting circuit ever since and I've connected to just a whole world of artists and psychonauts and seekers and philosophers and lovers and dancers and all of the above and beyond uh, for the last four years and couldn't be happier with it. Yeah, I saw the happiness. Like, I felt the happiness in some of your Instagram posts where you're like, I'm fucking collaborating with these artists. It's so fun. This is so awesome. Like, I love being here. It's just like, I love that. I love that, like, just true spirit of joy coming through and sharing that. Absolutely. I, I love, uh, yeah, collaborating with people. I mean, just connecting with people in general is, like, really important to me. You know, it's just important to everybody, <laughs> of course. So, you know, and art is a great, and music are great facilitators of that. So, you know, the more I can co-facilitate with that, um, the better for me and for everybody, really. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you co-facilitated my journey i suppose with 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 uh, art at that festival beautiful you know, it's just like oh all right here's a here's a piece now 
be with it. <laughs> it's just like, this is here. It's so, it's, it's like, wow, this is here. Like, that's how I felt. I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is awesome. I was like, this is great. Let me just be absorbed by this. Uh, and yeah, it felt really good. What, what drew you to philosophy to study when you were in college? Uh, uh, yeah, so I mean, I guess I've always had a, a fairly curious mind, but I was actually went into college uh, with the intention to study economics, and uh, I was very motivated by like political issues and, and a lot of like economic concepts and um about two years in though i we started getting into the more philosophical aspects of like economics and then Mm -hmm. and then we kind of like moved on quickly from that i was like wait a second um what are all these assumptions that we're making? <laughs> How, like, what does it mean to like, you know, like own something or to like have a piece of property or to like, what is really like a, the nature of like a law? And, and I was like, all right, wait a second. I don't want to do a bunch of math <laughs> right now. I, I'm not interested in math. I want to look at these assumptions and, and think about more actually, what are we even doing? What's the purpose of economics? How do we use it and examine those issues? And then I just started taking more philosophy classes and then and I just delved into philosophy really deeply. And, and about that time, I started um, experimenting with cannabis. And that was another waking, awakening moment, mm-hmm. um, just showing me that, that there were more things in reality and in myself, my mind, than I had previously been aware of. Mm-hmm. And it was super intriguing. <laughs> and so I started asking questions and uh, trying to answer them. And uh, that's where I, what I did for the last two years of, of college. And uh, I'm still definitely very much interested in these issues, although I haven't uh, followed through in terms of like formal education as much as I might. <laughs> yeah. Well, formal education has a lot of issues in and of itself too. For sure. You know, it's like, I think for people like you, it's not really like wanting to be confined by a certain, like to be 18, 19, 20, whatever, however old you were, when you were questioning the assumptions and questioning the premise of what you're doing, um, is incredible. Like that's an incredible gift to receive, to be able to question the container. Like, wait a second, but what is go what is going on here? Why are we even boxing it into this little three by five index card of allowable thought, opinion, and expression? Yes. We we could probably move beyond that, right? Oh, we definitely can. <laughs> or, you know, or we can see what can we do inside that index card that's not already been done. What's on the back of the index card? How thick is this index card? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Like where was it made? <laughs> you know, like what uh what kind of media can we use on there? All those sorts of questions sort of came to my mind. I it was you know, I had not been really I re- I realized like I had not been as curious as I could have been at that point. And there were lots of questions that I wanted to, to, to answer. And it's super important just to like have that as a guiding principle of like in one's own life, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that's super important for individual development. Like philosophy is insanely important. It's just, you know, trying to question both questioning and trying to answer in a serious way and a fun way. <laughs> yeah. Um, like what is, 
this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, what is this? Exactly. So, you know, and, and it's also important for, for cultures to do, you know, because a culture is sustained by the philosophy and like the containers that it builds out of those philosophies. And, you know, as much as we're able to like create these containers and then open them back up and then build other ones and better ones and connect them together, we're going to grow as as people. And uh, if we can do that, then we can create the good world, you know. Yeah, totally. I agree. That's great. So is the the metaphysical questions that were really starting to pop up for you around that time. Who who am I? What is this? What is reality? Was it was it those kinds of Well, actually those sort of started coming a little bit later. That was more those maybe were more induced a little bit by like psychedelic experiences. I mean, initially it was a lot of like political philosophy questions and questions about like economics about like okay do like what are like the nature of like rights like what is like objective morality or, or you know questions mm-hmm. about like mm-hmm. what those sorts of things and then and then out of that you know came okay, well, wait a second. <laughs> who, who am I? You know, down the road, it was like, I was already like knee deep or more like hip deep or more like chest deep into like the political philosophy. And it's like, wait a second, no one's actually asking like questions like who am I as like a political statement, so to speak. Um, so that, that drew me in further. And then right, actually, interestingly enough, right at the end of college and then right after I left, that's when I discovered Eastern philosophy. I studied Western philosophy on college. And that was amazing. There's amazing thinkers in all those traditions. Yeah. Um, but then I was finding out about Buddhism and like, oh my goodness, there's a whole population, <laughs> a whole set of theories and traditions that think really deeply about these issues as well that don't cut with the mainstream jibe in Western philosophy. And it was like, wow, that's a wake up call too. <laughs> now we can really start asking those kinds of questions mm. um yeah yeah Life is interesting <laughs> yeah it is yeah i mean well when we were talking before i was telling you the the podcast that i started on uh was a political show oh yeah so that was like i got very much involved with that as well because for me it was i graduated college 2009 and like the economy collapsed, Uh, you know? And mm -hmm. so there was like no job, like people were like laughing at me trying to get into like advertising or newspapers or whatever. And, and I'm like, uh, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what is this? You know? And then I got interested in the political stuff. I got really interested in politics in college when Obama was running for president. Uh So I got really in, because I was like, man, this guy is like, going to bring change. Like he's really mm-hmm. going to do it. Oh yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And then I got disillusioned sure. yeah. later on <laughs> and then was like, Oh, but like every investigation that we make on our journey, there's these set of questions that we explore. It's like this, this labyrinth of trap doors that lead to another labyrinth of trap doors. There's like more questions and more questions. I think that's the, the interesting thing about, do you, did you experience it like that? Um, yes, definitely. I mean, every, any experience you have can bring any number of questions. It's a lot of it depends on like, where is your mind at and like, what is motivating you in many ways? And that sort of sends you off in a variety of directions. I mean, certainly for me, it was just 
more like, I mean, I graduated high school about the time I guess you graduated college. So that's when the economy was doing that stuff around 2009, breaking down. And um, so for yeah, me, yeah, it, for yeah, me, yeah. for me, it was, economy was doing that thing. It does, yeah, that, every so yeah, often. yeah. There's a little cyclical collapse here and there, <laughs> yeah. you know, just to keep the the markets in check for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I was going into like the sort of the safe space of college at that point. So it was like, oh, sure. Okay. It'll be fine in four years. But I was also very animated by all the stuff that was going on at that point. Like I, at that point in my life, I was very much like kind of like a gung ho Republican. And I was like, oh boy, the tea party, all this sort of really? stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Behind oh, yeah. the arts. <laughs> well, anybody who knows me uh, really well probably already knows knows that but yeah that that underwent a lot of like uh transformations for sure <laughs> so don't, <laughs> yeah. don't worry i enjoy tea but uh <laughs> not not in the same way anymore um yeah uh you know i don't know it's it's weird the questions about like i don't know any number of questions in philosophy just come along at different times for different reasons and there's just a lot of issues that are raised in the context of philosophy just as I studied it in college where it was like okay like what's the nature of like motion or time you know that's just something that I just sure, encountered yeah. in my classes I, I, I'm like wow I'd never really deeply thought about that particularly before you know because I was I don't know okay I'll say I, I was raised in like a sort of a very conservative Christian household so I was and then very heavily uh, brought up in those ways. So I was taught really not to question these sorts of things. So in college, that sort of opened my mind a lot to, well, wait a second, actually, what is <laughs> time? Like, are there other worlds? Are there like both physically and like metaphysically, mm. you know, like, okay, wait a second. I didn't realize that was even something I was able to ask really. Let's go see what that's about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what is that about? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the multiple worlds or... Uh, I mean, let's talk about time, you know, because yeah. I, I find it fascinating, too. If you want to, if you, we can dive anywhere, but it's, uh, I was just talking to a friend about, uh, are you familiar with uh, Kairos and Kronos? They're these um, ancient Greek words for different categories of times, like Kronos is like, taking time as like me a measurement, you know, of things. Mm -hmm. And like Kairos is th the time that's like eternal. It's based on the uh, felt sense of experience. Okay. I, I believe that's somewhat in the, in the vicinity. That sounds about right. I'm yeah. Yeah. I haven't uh, heard those terms in a while now, but yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people think about time. Like, yeah, exactly. What is it that's observed, you know, but then there's the actual thing that's going on, but then there's, you know, the observation itself has its own inner time, like the, the Kairos, if you, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, it's one of these, it's one of the questions, like some of these questions are so broad where it's like, okay, well, what is time? And it's like, uh, like the Zen master, I can just feel like the Zen master sort of just like wrapping me in the knuckles saying like, you already know the <laughs> answer to that. It's like, it's like everything is time. Like everything's moving all the time or at the same time, like there is no, at the same time, there is no time. <laughs> yeah. It's all one. It's already all happened and it's all stretched out in this massive, like infinite dimensional manifold. And, you know, you're just like a crystal in a part of this. Um, or maybe it's all changing right now at the same time. And like, can we ever really know? Or is it both at the same time? I'm kind of more 
inclined to think that. Um, then again, it's the question of like, why are we asking that question? <laughs> what, like, what are you trying to do with time in order to make um, that question important? Um, mm. You know, because like, certainly like, of course, you definitely learn this in psychedelic states is, you know, you can experience a lot in a very short period of time, or I mean, not even psychedelic states, anybody who's dreaming, you know, you wake up from a dream, you have feels like it was a couple hours long, it was probably only like 10 minutes, yeah. or so. And it's like, well, wait a second, how long was that? Really? And then it's like, well, what measuring device would you could you possibly use? to yeah. interpret that <laughs> right right yeah i think I, the measuring part is the 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 part i think that it's like something about our innate like humanity wants to measure and like compart like put thick package things up and label things and yeah it's hard to do that <laughs> yeah i mean well it's 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 hard but it's also like very easy just because it's part of our nature you know the mind is just yeah. based on like mathematics in many ways and, and 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 logic which are you know very closely conjoined so you know we're automatically making patterns out of things so that's but that comes from like an like being sort of like remove there's sort of like a distinction or like a remove or like an objectification of things that goes along with that. So, okay, so like I'm gonna, now going to like not just like, you know, instead of just simply being here, I'm going to now insert this pattern. I'm going to count this pattern. I'm going to, then I'm maybe I'm going to take some notes on that, so forth. You know, so you think about it like that. Well, then you, then it's clear that like the, the universe itself is like, well, there is no time because like, well, everything is already inside the universe or the omniverse, if you will. So there's, it can't be anything outside of that just almost by definition. So what could measure the universe? So then, yeah. <laughs> so well, then it's the eternal. omniverse. Well, I mean, that's that's sort of like a term. I don't know actually who maybe originated that term. I mean, omni means all, but I mean, universe means like the one, one, the one, right. and there's the multiverse. So I sort of use the omniverse to include like the universe, to say that the universe is the multiverse included in there, you know? Okay. I like that. Yeah. 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 The omniverse. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like, okay, well, people talk about like, oh, well, there's like other universes and it's like, well, I mean, you know, then it gets into like, well, are we just talking about semantics here or, or what, you know, because <laughs> like we can talk about parallel worlds, parallel universes. I mean, so maybe, but you know, at, and in the end of the day, you know, if there are parallel universes, then they're still verses so there's some quality about versitude, <laughs> versitude <yeah. laughs> if you will that that makes them all alike so some sort of quality must be binding those things together in certain in a certain way so there's there's some sort of common descriptor between those things so yeah. you know then we can put that into the omniverse and, and it might be infinite maybe these universes change maybe they don't even last very long maybe there some of those universes are very long so I'm not like particularly stuck on the words, but you know, I'm just trying to find like the best words. It's to, a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying, yeah. how it encapsulates all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Omniverse. Yeah. yeah omniverse. Good. Yeah. And then, so you were saying like, why are you even asking the question? Like what, right? Like yeah. what, that, I find that to be 
Very interesting. You know, questioning the the question. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What are we trying to do with it? Yeah, that's that's the meta philosophy. I mean, some it's it's gonna be very easy to get stuck right there and say, well, I I don't know, I got stuff to do <laughs> right now, <laughs> or I'm I'm working on a job or whatever. But you know, uh, you can take that as far or as short as as you as you really need to. But you know, still that the the question keeps the question. In check, it sort of gives it its own space. Yeah. You've never missed like three weeks of work because you were in an existential paralysis contemplating time. <laughs> uh, I definitely have. Nice. Yeah. Same uh, uh, or, or if I did go to work, I was really not there the, the entire time. But... Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, questioning, like, like, how do you ask a question? I mean, this is, this is getting so meta, <laughs> you know, but it's really important to be able to do that. And, but also at the same time to like go forward and, you know, actually get into the practical matter, you know, so it's, you got to keep those, the, the one foot in like the meta world and then one foot in the practical yeah. world, you know, because right. they, they each help each other, you know, and that's sort of really Really important way to live life because if you're not questioning anything ever, then you might have a lot of energy and determination, but you know, you're not going to have as many options and you're not going to be able to see as many angles on things. Whereas if you're questioning things all the time, that's all you ever do, then you're never really going to get much done except for create a lot of maybe beautiful words. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Now, Alan Watts says, uh, there's someone that always thinks only has thoughts to think about. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. 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 So this is perfect balance having one foot in, one foot out, being able to like kind of be the bridge in a way or alchemize that transition. You know, it's 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 actually very shamanic. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Because that, that's that's just the nature of you know our existence as humans with the minds, spirits, souls that we have, you know, is to, to be able to do that and to need, need to do that. you know, we're, we're already doing it. It's not a matter of like, Oh, am I going to do this or not? It's like, we're, we're already in the process of doing that. And you might as well open up that part of your nature and fulfill the desires that it has, you know, because that's going to fulfill the rest of <laughs> when of you yours. say we're already doing that, like we're already operating in both worlds. We're already yeah, definitely. I'd say, I mean, I'd say like consciousness in some senses and just, just being conscious is sort of like, like it, it sort of throws up, um, doubts, which is sort of like a doubt is sort of like what precedes a question in some sense, you know, or, or, or a curiosity and doubt, you know, those two things are, are very intricately woven into, to consciousness. It's mm -hmm. not even woven into, they're just like part of it where it's like, you know, you, you perceive something, you know, I, I'm looking at you right now, but I can't see like the other side of your body, you know, right. I'm never going to be able to How see. How do you like, know it's actually there? Right, exactly. I could just be a projection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A hologram. Yeah, you're, you're actually, you're actually flat. <laughs> actually flat in the back. It's just, it's just, it's just flat. I'm a flat, flat micer. <laughs> 2D mic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, we're, ne we're never actually seeing like the entire object. And that, you know, you can look at this from like an evolutionary standpoint where it's like, okay, well, I need to like hunt and gather, evaluate like, like threats or like maybe opportunities or whatever so I need to get all the possible angles you know so you know it's it fits right in with any number of evolutionary explanations that one can give so it's you the mind is just automatically just like okay well 
what's on the other side. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're like naturally pattern seeking creatures. Exactly. Was two things are coming up for me right now. One is this the sense of time when taking in one of your pieces of art. Mm-hmm. The the sense of time in that process of uh, immersing myself in the experience of taking it all in, and then also the sense of time within that, the depth and the intricacies within that. Um, so that's what's coming up for me. And then the other part is what is what does time feel like when you are flowing on a painting, when you are in the zone and you are making that? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah, it's sort of that, that's so good to go back to like our, our comments earlier about like observation of time. It's, it ceases to be something that like I observe, you know, sometimes like, you know, I, I won't be in the flow and I'm just kind of like making the work happen. And I just like, okay, I just need to finish. Okay. I, how many minutes, I 15 minutes to go to, to meet like this little deadline that like, this mini deadline I've set. But when I'm in the flow, which is, is where I like to be you've set for yourself or so, say a deadline that you've set for yourself. Oh, I mean, or? as far as like, okay, I'm going to work on this painting for another like 20 minutes gotcha. or whatever, that sort of thing. You know, I got, you know, I, I, I have a lot of paintings to, to work on, but when I'm in the flow that none of that, all that sort of just melts away. It's, it's just me here with the piece and I'm doing the thing. <laughs> it's just, it's just point and stroke and then, and, and dip and, and glide and, and all those things. And, and the image just sort of builds itself up. And so that's, that goes back to why, what I was saying earlier, like, why are we asking like the question, like, what is time, you know? Cause like in a certain state like that, you're so, you're not even in the flow. You just are the flow. You're just, you're identified with the whole operation of whatever's going on. Yeah. And there you are. So <laughs> how, does that, how does that feel? Feels awesome. Yeah. <laughs> feels amazing. I mean, that's kind of like, uh, in some sense, the meaning of life mm-hmm. really, you know, I mean, not, 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 I don't mean just in terms of like, you know, obviously painting, but you know, anything that you do and that's sort of like the Zen state is just to be there doing that thing, fulfilling the purpose, you know, in, in the deepest way that, that you know how, you know, yeah. um, it's very important. So that that's why I'm asking the question. Sorry to be. Oh, you're good. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Start that werewolf transformation oh, now. No. Oh! <laughs> so, th- so that's that's why I'm asking the question is because I'm interested in any way in which I can get out of my mind and just get into a flow state, like, because I feel great when I'm in those states. Yeah. And I think that one of the things about maybe somebody hearing this conversation is that they could learn how to get out of that cluttered mind space or the, the cluttered space of this Mm -hmm. material world of just bombardment of everything possible, trying to stimulate your senses, your dope, hijack your dopamine receptors. But when you can quiet the mind, get into the heart as Ram Dass says Mm -hmm. and sit down and paint or make a song or garden or do some breath work, which is a great way to kind of hack into a flow state. There is, there's a, a different sense of being in the world. And I think that that's why I'm asking it. Cause it's like, I want to know that more and I want to share that with other people so that they feel that way too. 
Yes, that is phenomenally important. That's, I mean, a big reason why I got into art and that is what sustained me over time is that's a very crucial medium for me to be able to do that, you know, is just get into it, you know, and it, it, it differs for everybody. I mean, some people like my siblings majored in mathematics in college. So for them, it's like, it's going to be something maybe more, more related to, to numbers. Um, so if that's your thing, then, then do it, you know? Um, but, but for me, I mean, like, I mean, I approached that whole problem in painting. I mean, cause I, I had always been, I've always just been like in a very flow state kind of mindset as an artist, you know, cause I would go to school and I would just doodle like literally my entire class <laughs> yeah. while the teacher was talking. The teacher's just like, wah, 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 yeah. wah. I mean, but I would also absorb, I would absorb all, I was a little sponge. I could, I could just remember everything that they were saying and it was amazing. And it would just like filter through my brain and go right into the drawing in some way or the other. But it was never like a, th- a, a never, it was never a matter of like, okay, what am I doing here? I need to like conceive of this piece in this way and that like, I need to like frame it all. It's, it was just like, okay, I'm just starting somewhere and I'm just going to see where this journey takes me now. Oh, and I that's, that. yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's exactly what I did with painting. And that's how I approach it for the most part these days is just, let's just see where this takes me. Cause then I'm exploring my own psychology and seeing uh, what the paint itself has to offer. Like what's, what can I divine or scry in the paint, you know, and, uh, and discover and create. And it's, going to create something new that I hadn't discovered yet or thought about before. Um, and you know, just not being afraid to like, just go down those rabbit holes and just see, see what kind of, uh, carrots or gold nuggets or any number of other (laughs) precious commodities (laughs) or things beyond that, uh, I might uncover at the bottom of the trail. So um, yeah, I mean, I think that's just the, the, the real, the real thing is, is, is just how, how, what do you, what do you like to concentrate on, you know, just following your passion, but then just allowing that to like hone your, your concentration. Cause really flow state and like concentration are very much similar to me when you can just like there, like, like bring things into a point and then travel through that point and then keep connecting at the same time and just allow things to just continually absorb into that. And, uh, that's just, that's, that's real. It's reality. You know, it's reality is like sort of like the, the, the connections that are there. So, so, so so when you're there, you're, you're there and you, and you know, it's not a matter of so much of getting outside the mind per se, but getting outside the aspect of the mind that is saying, okay, well, I've got like 15 minutes left or like, I've got to like this and that. And it's a, I want to be somewhere else. It's, it's that, that sense of like removal or separation, you know? So if you can, you know, open that up and get through that, then you're there, you know, whatever that is. Mm, Yeah. That's, there's so many like juicy nuggets that you just dropped. Uh, and one of them is this, you know, this way of being where you can really just get kind of be like, all right, I'm the fucking vessel here. You know, I have a sort of a sort of, and I have a loose idea or I have a loose attachment to something, which is basically just hand canvas paint. Mm-hmm. And then let's just see where that goes. So it's really, it's like faith, it's trust, it's a, it's a, a mode of surrender, mm-hmm. probably deep trust. How, how would you explain that process of like, because I know that a lot of people get in their own way, myself included, 
I'm sure probably you do too sometimes, right? Like, it happens occasionally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'll take that back. You're perfect. Um, oh, you too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We're both perfect, but for you guys out there, um, yeah, but it is it is this, this I think, um, interesting concept for people who are wanting to create. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever it is, like you said, like it could be numbers, right? Like to, to that could be very yeah, creative, of course, as well. Theorems and algorithms and whatnot, of course, yeah. But there's this interesting thing that happens where there's sort of a a separation point, which I think you you look at the greats and you're like, wow, they're great. Like, how do I be like that? Or I mm-hmm. want to be like that. And a lot of people, I think, think that if there's some kind of system or some kind of plan or some kind of set thing, there's an element of desire and force and attachment. So I, what the question that I'm getting at here is that it seems to me that it's really important for people to learn the the skill that is almost like unteachable, I, I think. It's kind of just a state of cultivating a state of being and then surrendering into yourself into deep trust into that state of co-creation in that moment of, of Kairos of that eternal time. So yeah, maybe you could talk a little bit about, about that because I think that's something that, yeah, that's like, yeah, well, I mean, I think it's, I think it's both teachable and unteachable at the same time. I mean, you can always adjust or enhance or optimize what you're doing. And it's, it will, I mean, to take, take those two terms, you know, it's, or, or, or to take the, uh, the sense of like, uh, being in the mind or out of the mind or observing and then not observing that sense of separation, you, you can still identify or be in the flow of identifying with that observer as, as well. So it's not a matter of just like, okay, I need to get out of this, you know, this is sort of like one of these meditative traps where it's like, <laughs> you get in there, it's like, okay, I need to like stop, stop thinking right now. I need to stop, stop telling myself to do, uh, stop, stop. And then you're, and you're only, you just keep doing that, but then you realize, okay, well, I, this is, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm saying. This is what, this is bringing a lesson forward to me. And so, yeah, in some sense, it's like, yeah, of course you can't teach like your own primordial nature you know just like the qualities of like existence itself like are you know permeate everything that you do necessarily so of course it's on un- it's unteachable but at the same time um there are infinite little nodules to mm. enhance or get more creative with or combine things in new ways and that's sort of what creativity is is like you know teaching yourself and teaching others how to do things in a new way. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's uh, you can always be incorporating those previous states of doubt or questioning or observation at the same time. You just keep saying, okay, now that too, I have that question, I have that doubt, I'm telling myself this, I'm observing this, okay, I'm trying to make time happen, or I'm looking at my watch, or what any of these sort of things. You just keep folding that back in. It's just like just making a big uh, batch of bread that you're just kneading, and you just... just just fold it on in or join the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, so for painting for me, that has been like sort of like the, uh, the, the paramount process that sort of folds everything in to it. Like I can just sit there and think about anything, feel anything and just fold that right on in <laughs> nice. to, to what I'm doing, you know? And, and then when I think like, okay, gosh, boy, uh, should I be thinking that? Like, yeah, go ahead, just feel it 
put it on in there, <laughs> go through with it. It's all part of the process. It's all real, you know, like just, you know, and it's, it's real until it ain't, <laughs> I guess something, some things like, okay, some things need to dissolve. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great because that's the, that's really it right there is like being with what is. Mm-hmm. And then, you, like you said, folding that in to the mm-hmm. process, folding that into the creation, accepting what it is, and then putting it in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's 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 gonna be there anyway. I mean, you, you can't like if if you repress a, a, the the question or the thing, it's still gonna and you can you can hide it for a little while, and maybe that's appropriate in order to like deal with other emotions at certain point. And you know, there's that's an element of like concentration itself is putting things to the side. But you know, knowing that like it's still gonna be there is important, you know, and, and just figuring out what ways work best for you to process that. And I mean, I think that's a lot of what art helps do because art is kind of inherently open-ended um, because like aesthetics, like what it is that it's pleasing to us are open-ended. So there's a very deep kind of freedom in that. So that allows us to like, give that, that like, sort of hold that, that sense of beauty holds space for us to go and explore and find new ways of operating Mm. inside but at the same time it's also like very much like tangible like you you can feel like yes okay this is working this is this is beautiful this is good let's keep going um and uh but at the same time you yeah you you have you have such latitude to do such such wide variety of things you know you don't have it's not a matter of like okay i have to get this discrete task done by this time and that's it you know it's well i don't know we'll just see where this goes i can make any image happen on this canvas right here as an artist that's 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 the, the mind-boggling thing is like you know sometimes i'm like oh wow i've i've like i've i've got all the i've already thought of like all the major things and then i'll see like a painting of somebody else. i'm like oh wow why didn't i think of that like that's what a great idea like of course like and it's and it's you know and it's 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 all just color and shape at some level not to be too reductionist but it's like color and shape it's like wow okay how many different things is it possible to do with that and then you start it's like oh wow perspective and then you incorporate these elements of of reality in there and it's like wow okay so i can just go in these infinite varieties of ways and um you know that allow that to hone concentration so um but that's just painting you know music and uh all forms like even athletics and and all forms of aesthetics have have their own modalities in which these sorts of things can occur. Yeah, I think what you're hitting on that's really important is like knowing how to surf the wave in between chaos and order. Yeah. It's like juggling the paradoxical nature of being. Yeah. And being okay with it mm-hmm. and being aware of of what's coming up, what feels real having that like discernment, you know, holding everything kind of loosely and being like, all right, this works for now. And then like putting it down when it's not working anymore. Yeah. And kind of like just continuing that. That's really what I think what I love about artists like yourself is that that's the sense that I get is this sort of sense of like true creation like infinite creation mm-hmm. infinite abundant creation that's not confined by any by anything and that can you know tap into something deeper that makes me feel when i look at it a sense of remembrance Beautiful. a sense of like 
wow, I don't know how to language this, mm-hmm. but this is touching me deeply. And it's also cool as fuck. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that, so, so bringing that back in a way or, you know, manifesting that to be here is almost like, um, kind of a little like reminder as well, you know, Beautiful. like a, a little bit of a reminder of like, Hey, like it doesn't have to be all straight lines, folks. <laughs> we can get squiggly. Yeah. Let's get wiggly. Please. <laughs> Let's get melty. God bless the squiggles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because like that's, that's definitely sort of like a background um, philosophy or attitude I have towards art but you know at any given point like that that can branch into so many things it's not like I'm sitting down thinking like okay now now comes the great cosmic remembrance <laughs> what, what, shall, what shall I channel for it to remind people I mean, you know sometimes I do that I, sometimes the music <laughs> for the cosmic remembrance I know exactly sometimes I do that you know but like sometimes it's like okay wow look at this fern just sitting here isn't that isn't that just the quaintest little thing look at how the sunlight or the moonlight hits that you know like oh great alright I love that that's, that's awesome let's um, just, just just play with that or like well, this, this paint just looks really good <laughs> right right here you know and so that's but that's all part of like that balancing between yeah like the chaos and and order you know and because like that's is what we we live on you know and like there's there's like there's like an infinite ocean of chaos out there but at the same time like that it's constantly collapsing in on itself because it doesn't it, if it sustained itself then it would be order <laughs> you know and when it does it does become that so you know it's it's a it's sort of uh art is a very good meditation for me and it allows me to pick up on little strands of chaos that have developed into little bits of work and like oh okay well these and then they combine and they start circulating and and then you get synergy mm-hmm. when those things come together and i've still got like so much to learn like there's that's that's the thing about being an artist is like you you're you're constantly just thinking like wow this is you, there's a sense of like certainty of like yes i have achieved and then wow there's still so much more to go so it's like that's the open-ended aspect Again, well, right there. Yeah, I mean, that's a great attitude to have, to just, yeah. like, be the, the consummate student and teacher, like, at the same time, you know? Exactly. So that's, like, I mean, that's the theme of, of everything we're talking about right now, is just, like, duality, like, or, like, united, united polarity, united duality, mm-hmm. omniverse, like, paradox, chaos and order, yin-yang, this sort of dancing with, with the all, mm-hmm. dancing with the great mystery, yeah. And and something comes out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean any any time I'm in any sort of situation, I mean it's like you can always apply these kinds of lessons i mean you know but you can take it as far or as as narrowly as you want again it's like what are you doing in any given situation you know <laughs> yeah how, how, what do you have to achieve i mean there's always going to be a duality sure. there and that's really important to keep in mind and so there's sort of like a quantum uh, thinking process that you can go through where it's like, well, it's either that or that, or maybe it's both at the same time, or maybe it's neither, or maybe it's like all four of those at the same time. And then you get parallel worlds <laughs> all, yeah. all of a sudden. And, uh, and eventually the, like, how, how are we going to bring these back together to make the, like, uh, the good world? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the good world. Yeah. The yeah. good world. Yeah. I feel like each that, pa- yeah. that like, yeah. 
Well, I feel like each painting is kind of like like uh, an example of like how like I don't know. At least for me, again, of course, is is like how to converge all the strands that I've maybe built up and then bring them to a point of concentration and then do that. I mean, in larger, I mean, that's sort of like what happens in society and that's what the earth is going through right now in general is like, you know, there's like all human nature and biology has given us all these different things. And like the mind is making patterns out of everything. And then we've got this, all these cultures and, and, you know, now we have this global culture where it's like, you know, every, so many cultures think so differently. And it's like, how do we all figure out how to like learn to live together and be harmonious and joyous with that? Right. So it's sort of like an artistic act of like, collectively figuring out what that looks like, you know? And I think the main thing is like, yeah, if we can figure out ways to, you know, concentrate on what gives us passion Mm -hmm. and work with the dualities that we have and continually fold those into passion and concentration and remembering that like, okay, we're, you know, we're going to, let's enjoy this. <laughs> We're here to, to, yeah. to live and enjoy yeah. life, you know, then, then and as long as we have like some of these things in mind and we, we hold those, um, loosely, you know, and not get too attached to like the thoughts behind those, but you know, they're still there and we fold those in when we do get attached, then, um, I think we can do it. I think that's sort of, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of general, but it's like, it's really important to like have like a framework like that to approach any number of problems in life. It actually works pretty standingly well yeah and I, th- I feel like it's you really have to kind of get rid of a lot of things or lo- get rid of a lot of distractions mm-hmm. to see that you know i think there's there's a lot of distractions that that can kind of cloud you know cloud us from having access to the, the that option or those choices but like you said like great pieces of art like they do that yeah like it's that's a functionality of great pieces of art and that they unify they bring together they they ground in a sense Mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah they 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 connect yeah for sure exactly yeah exactly i mean this it's funny you know because they're talking about like the folding in process you know even though like like distraction is kind of a funny one right because it's sometimes like there's definitely times when you don't want those distractions and you need to be very focused and constant. You know what's bullshit and what's not. But then there are times when it's like, well, when is just like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Like, is that a distraction though? <laughs> to, to think like, cause like sometimes it's like, you, you, you there's a, there's a, there's a, that, that, that's what wisdom is, is really learning how to distinguish and innately. Okay. What is it that's curious that you should go tug on that thread or go down that rabbit hole and what is it that's just going to lead you to like dead end and <laughs> misery, you know, yeah. but, um, yeah, cause, cause you know, there's, there's a lot of values out there, you know, we're like, part of it is it's not a matter merely a matter of like, okay, we're all just going to, let's all just get together and concentrate on this and then uh, we'll just solve this. Cause that's, that's, a, that's just only straight lines, but well, Hey, we need straight lines too. But you know, there's a whole realm of like nature and biology and like purpose and possibility and desire and you name the qualitative aspects of experience and humanity that, um, we need to open up and see whether they're there. Cause you know, we can create like, you know, societies have tried time and again to like, well, we're just going to build society this way. We figured out 
how human nature works. Here are the yeah, rules. We figured it out, guys. <laughs> yeah, breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's the here's the stuff for for all of uh you know time. <laughs> so everybody, uh, yeah, do this now. Um, and you know, it's like uh, for the most part, you know, usually these, these sorts of uh, approaches encapsulate a lot of the human experience and human nature. But there's going to be lots of stuff that they leave out, you know. Sure. So yeah, those things eventually going to break down those structures and then we have to like figure that out you know and like and can figure out what kind of space we can hold for ourselves to continually fold these qualities back in and 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 then continually produce something good you know and that's just like life itself it's like you know that's kind of like the weird thing about like philosophy is like at least in the traditions i was training we're like okay we're now we're looking for a final answer (laughs) like what is this thing like 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 we're just this is gonna be the thing and it's like well maybe like the answer is like the journey itself you Mm -hmm. know and 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 that's sort of like a time-oriented thing because it's like a journey you're traveling you're moving you're going and time it's like well maybe Maybe that is part of it. So it's like you can like the only constant is change. So it's like you can be here now, but also be here on the journey at the the same time. So it doesn't it's both, you know, stillness and uh, motion at the same time. And, you know, just folding those things together. Stillness and motion at the same time. I just got Mm -hmm. an image of like an astral ethereal person like meditating and like going through like a tunnel, like vortex through like the cosmos or something. Oh, nice! That was me. <laughs> or was that you? I don't know. Maybe that was. Maybe that, that was, was both of us. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay, so like holograms, like in the background. There we it's go. All of us. Very nice. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, th- this is so. Terence McKenna famously was always talking about the transcendental object at the edge of time. <laughs> You know, oh, and, yes. Yes. Well, that's a great question to ponder. <laughs> Do you have five hours for me to rap on it? <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. and, and so his and he's very prophetic, you know, because mm-hmm. like he he got into a lot of like media and and like McLuhan esque like ways of thinking about like sure. you know we were talking about distractions and you're totally right. I'm like really happy that you said what you said because. Time is kind of getting stranger and weirder yeah. in a way because of everything that is being created and everything that is available. Now, what is a distraction is like what we deem to be a distraction, right? Right. But letting it all in influences all the stuff that we create mm-hmm. and all the stuff that then creates us yeah. in return. So it's like, and he would be like, saying Terrence, you know, time is speeding up. There's more diversity and novelty, which is totally fucking psychedelic. You know what I mean? Like if you've never taken any psychedelics before and you're just alive right now, like this mm-hmm. is a very psychedelic time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like everything is just like, wait, what? 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 Yeah. That, that too? That and mm-hmm. that? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, so many things are happening that like, like the narratives are constantly just like collapsing and being built and like, you know, the more you get invested in some of these things, like the, the harder you fall some, sometimes. So that's kind of like the, the, the questions sort of ultimately have to like prompt themselves. And then now is a time of like, okay, are, you know, being awake is not like okay do you know all the answers more like okay are you able to be asking the questions are you able to be with those 
questions and to like, mm-hmm. you know, identify like where there's a problem and then like go for solutions and try to find those solutions and, and with a good heart, you know, and then not at a matter, as a matter of like, oh, I just need to like, not as a matter of like egoic resolve, like, oh, I need to like solve these problems to like, you know, just like do that. But like, I, I don't whatever that even means right. <laughs> for you, um, you know, but like, but are you, are we, are we going to participate in like life? and the strangeness of life and all its beauty or not, you know, cause like the strangeness can be because it's, it's over there. It's so other that you can't even like incorporate that into your life, you know, but you, you can <laughs> perhaps. So, so like, or why is it there? Why am I even able to observe this thing? Maybe it is actually part of life. Maybe that is, maybe we, we should draw this a little bit closer and see what kind of connections can, can come of that mm. you know because that may be a part of life maybe it's not i don't know <laughs> but right. but it's like you you're op- being open to the investigation but um yeah terrence mckenna certainly had a <laughs> he's a curious cat <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah definitely yeah yeah that's uh being open yeah you know so these solutions that we find Right. Like we were laughing before about like we figured out all of like how humans should behave and this is how we'll run society for eternity. Right. You know, and it's like those houses that get built, if you will, tend to have all their doors closed, Mm -hmm. have gated, you know, fenced in area guards around it because they wind up building a whole infrastructure on top of those ideas. Mm -hmm. And there's this whole hierarchy that gets formed. And it's like, well, these are the greats and this is the way. And then that's cult. That's like a cult, right? And so what we're talking about, what you keep bringing up is build the house, but leave all the doors open. Yeah. Invite everyone in. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, <laughs> invite invite people in, you know, but uh, also, you know, if you leave the doors open all the time, then the snow's going to pile up. True, true. And then, and then true. come in. Sorry, you know? I, I, I just had a, a, a great sin on the podcast to say all the time. Uh, but well, that's, Some of the time. Yeah, no, well, that's... You're right. But, but, it's, but, it's, well, that's, but that's, that's goes back to, you know, like, like wisdom of, like, knowing, like, what's a distraction and, and what's not, you know, and, like, make making sure that it could be being alive, you know, it's cause it's, that's, that's sort of like the quantum, that's sort of like the Schrodinger's cat sort of thing here is, uh, yeah, is okay. Well, yeah, sometimes we definitely need the doors open and are we, are we open to having the doors open a lot of the times or even all the time, or are we open to having the doors shut some of the times? And it's like, if you're not on board with both of those things all the time, then you're not really, living <laughs> you yeah. know because because yeah, yeah. Because either yeah either the doors are open all the time and then you know the the house freezes over and and okay and then it becomes not a house <laughs> eventually right. or it becomes so closed that it basically becomes not a house because like nothing enters and you can't get in and like nothing ever changes and it just stagnates and there's no fresh air or anything like that and, you know it's, it's like people say like uh um like uh, like, you know, my mind's so open that like your brains fell out. Well, it's like, okay, but at the same time, it's, is, is it better to have that or to have a mind that's so shut that like nothing ever got in in the first place? And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So extremes. Yeah, like, exactly. We, we don't want the extremes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we yeah, wanna, we want to be able to cultivate a space 
that allows for the spontaneous and emergent properties of wisdom to occur yes. in every moment that we're living, that we're breathing, that we're alive, so that we can make the right decisions of when to open the doors and when to close the doors. Yes, exactly, exactly. And that's that, exactly, exactly. So that goes back to like question. We figured it out, folks. Yeah, we figured uh, this, uh, let's, let's build a cathedral. <laughs> yeah, we're going to, yeah, we're going to put out a set of uh, commandments tomorrow. <laughs> Stay tuned yeah. for that. And then, uh, yeah, join our cult. <laughs> We're, we're building another Entheon. <laughs> Cosm. Yes. It'll be the best one ever. And if you're not part of it, then, well... All right. You I, just, well, I just had to throw in an Alex Gray <laughs> that impression. Was a, it was a very good impression. Yeah, I, I enjoy doing it. Yeah. He's so brilliant. I, I, yeah, uh, if definitely. he listens to this podcast, I would love to have him and his wife Allison on when I go back to New York and go up to their... Uh, magical village. Oh, beautiful. Are you from New York? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. nice. Where from? Uh, just like right outside of, of New York City, a uh, small little town called West Nyack, Rockland. Oh, okay, cool. I don't know exactly where it is. I was born in like Union City, New Jersey, so I was like right across the river from Manhattan. So like, oh, okay. That I don't remember those days so well, but like all my family's from that that area. Oh, so cool. That's uh, nice. It's good like, hometown. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, connection area there. yeah but yeah. yeah alex and allison should definitely <laughs> come on yeah they're 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 uh, beautiful people and they've uh, made some amazing art and it's really amazing how much it's really amazing like like the sort of like the space that they're holding for psychedelic culture yeah. honestly yeah. like with with those images yeah um and 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 the philosophy yeah. behind them as well yeah, um, and, that, and the place that they have, the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors, yeah. like, I went there and, and it was like, I mean, it's a home to artists, too, yeah. to come. And yeah, off the top of my head, I think last time I was there, like, uh, Amanda Sage, uh, Chris Dyer, I know, like, a lot a lot of those uh, artists were there. A lot of those. There's only two of them. <laughs> yeah. One of each. What am I talking about? But it was just, like, like, a lot of people that were enjoying that art and being there with them. And they are, like, sort of, like, the grandparents of... of bringing that in and being like, have a space to work and come here and we'll support you. And then, yes. you know, just absolutely brilliant. We're going to have to take a quick uh, commercial break right now. Hey, this commercial break is brought to you by the end of the world, the end times, the Ashkaton, apocalypse. It's, uh, shit's crazy. So let's have some fun and let's love each other. All right. Just put in the promo code, Mike, love each other in your consciousness and get a lifetime subscription to self-awareness, joy, happiness, self-love, fulfillment. And check out all the sponsors in the show notes, show description. Check out the retreat that I have coming up in December, December 17th and 19th called Inward, a Primal Masculine Winter Solstice Journey. Uh, please get in touch with us if you plan on attending that. It's going to be dope. And check out Element Kombucha, Being True to You, Wave Blocks and Fungi Academy. Back to the show forward to going i love it i love ecstatic dance yeah those are amazing that's that's a beautiful way to get into the flow too you know yes it's very it can be very cognitive but also very non-cognitive of course to just 
let your body move to the music and just explore like where that can take you and just get lost completely Yeah, in that. It's an amazing, and it's a little bit of a workout too. So you get all the, <laughs> the neurotransmitters uh, pumping and circulating in a, in a very nice way. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Do you, are you influenced by the music when you're, when you're painting at festivals and stuff? Like, is that part of the process there? It definitely is. I mean, I mean, when the music is like really good and it lines up, you know, very harmonious. It, it definitely can. I mean, there are a lot of times where it's like, all right, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> not, not to say that anybody's like doing a bad job, but it's like, all right, well, whatever. I can take it or leave it. But um, yeah, the music, I mean, it's, I've, see, I've never tested this like scientifically with myself. I mean, it would have to be more at home where it's like, you know, if I did like a painting only listening to like classical music and then a painting only listening to jazz and a painting only listening to EDM, it's almost, I don't know how to like even test that because the placebo effect would kind of like take yeah. over and I'd be like, okay, well, this is going to be the EDM painting <laughs> now. So, um, have you ever seen those drawings of they have like art made by people who are one is like art? from cocaine art from yeah. alcohol art from cannabis art from mushrooms yes i don't remember the name of that the artist who did that that was actually very influential on me many years ago i don't remember the name guy's name off the top of my head but yeah he had like like so it was like 60 or 70 self portraits and you know he, and it was it was wild it's like oh here's one of me when i'm huffing gas <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> i look at the and i look at him looking at that image thinking okay definitely don't huff gas <laughs> in the, in the you know, for the interest of science yeah yeah i mean no no it was it was beautiful of of him to to do that to like be the scientist and the artist at the same time and i applaud the measures he took, I hope his neurons are still around to do that too. I mean, I hopefully he did it in a good in, a, in, a, in the right sequence. So he maybe like did the gas early on, then did the mushrooms to allow like the the psilocybin to reconnect the neurons. What kind of <laughs> so what, what ga- like was it ether or like what what kind of gas? Like was it like nitrous? I think it was, no, I think it was just like actually like automobile like, gas. Right, I, I guess great. that's the kind yeah, of gas. Wow. He, I mean, I think he sniffed like glue. He did like he did like a, I mean, it was like it did fi- a lot. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could remember this guy's name right now. I I it was I want to say it was like Colin somebody, but don't hold me to that. It was. Yeah, like yeah, it was like fifty portraits, and like the, the mushroom one was amazing. <laughs> Some of them were just like, okay, wow, that is an interesting substance for sure. And then yeah, I remember, I just remember like the gas one was just like it was just like like really like shaky squiggles, and it was like, oh wow, that <laughs> yeah. didn't seem to do so <laughs> so well. It, it reminded me of um, I don't know if you ever saw this. It was uh, I think it's like pictures of water. So pictures of of uh, water that one of the bowls of water, I guess, was, I think they were all bowls of water. So people would yell at it and curse uh-huh. it and say like terrible shit. Like you suck, you fucking water. You don't even have four, <laughs> like, you know, whatever. And just talk shit uh-huh. to water. And then another one was, they just didn't do anything. They just like left it alone. Another uh-huh. one, they like loved it. They just loved it on the, oh, you beautiful bowl of water. And the images were like the, I think the worst one was the one that was neglected. Then the one that was yelled at was like very chaotic. And then the one that was loved was like beautiful, crystalline, fractal, like perfect geometry. Wow. It was like mm-hmm. amazing. And I think they also did the same thing with plants. Mm. There was another study where they did it with plants to see what plant would flourish the most. Is, it, yeah, is, that, is that Dr. Emoto? Maybe. I think that sounds yeah. right. He's kind of like the water. 
He's the dude. water guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that's one of those things like I haven't, uh, I, I, you know, I haven't delved too deep into that exactly, but, you know, just thinking about some stuff like cymatics where it's like the sound vibration, you know, affects the structure of whatever kind of droplets you put on something. And then, you know, just the power of like intention and observation, like where does that result, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, like it's, uh, <laughs> the possibilities are, are definitely there. Um, yeah. What would and, it be like for you if your environment was like that? Like we put you in a room and like the first day you're painting and we come in, there's like 30 of us, which is like, you suck, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> you're never going to draw anything. And just like trashing you the whole time. Then this, then the next day you're just totally alone. And yeah. then the third day, everyone's just loving on you. Yeah. Oh, wow. What an interesting, oh, wow. Um, would I be willing to under, yeah, okay. That could be, that could be good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that would be an, well, I mean, I'm kind of joking, but I, like in, in a thought experiment, like, yeah. And I'm and I'm thinking like environment probably plays a lot into what we create, right? Like, yeah, um, yeah. Like people say, like a lot of great art comes from uh, tragedy, or a lot tragedy plus time equals comedy. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, what's the other one? Uh, yeah, just the, the, the environment that we're in. Yeah. Like the environment that we're in, and I think like if we look at back throughout all of time, what was being created, like you were saying before, like cave paintings and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like what you're creating, yeah, the environment that you're in, yeah. right? Like that's that's kind of what I'm getting at is the environment. Yeah, that's, a, that's always a very interesting factor to uh, play around with in art because at... at well, on one hand, yes, of course, it, the art environment absolutely affects things. And it's fascinating to see, yeah, like different kinds of music will just like settle or unsettle me or like if I listen to a podcast or any number of different kinds of thoughts, like certainly like in school, like listen, listen to, to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Right now. Listen to this podcast <laughs> when it comes out for your next painting. Yes. Okay. What are we going to make? It's going to be amazing. And by the way, anybody who's like listening to this right now and doing art, you're doing great. <laughs> I perfect. love it. That stroke is perfect. Yes. And send it to me. Like actually literally send it to me <laughs> on my Instagram account. I want to see what you were making while I'm saying these very words right now. I'd be very fascinated. These very that. words right now are going into your painting. Yes. What's your Instagram handle? It's uh, Luke Schroeder Art. Luke Schroeder Art. Yeah. Underscore underneath each of those words. If you're painting right now and listening to this, send it. Yeah. Send it. Yeah. <laughs> Send it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. No, the environment, well, the environment is, is, is definitely a big factor, but you know, it's also an exercise in like, um, free will, if you want to call it that, or inner control or power, I suppose. Um, cause you know, the, at, at, at one level of, like I, we were saying like, yeah, the environment affects things, but then it's like, well, does the environment have to affect things? Like, aren't I? Am, isn't my own mind and my own thought process or energy? Isn't that the only real environment that I'm in right now? So it that's one of the like you know, like that saying like you know peace isn't like having like all your external circumstances like in a relaxed state or whatever. It's it's a matter of like what you bring in, in, in into those circumstances. So that if you can be relaxed or at peace, then you're really at peace. And it's not a matter of what the external circumstances are really doing. So that's kind of a deep, deep, very tricky meditation <laughs> is to remember that. And you're a meditator. 
Yeah, I, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I mean, there, well, there's, I mean, there's there many different kinds of meditation. I mean, it's like I definitely meditate like silently, but you know, painting I also consider to be a deep form of meditation. Sure. Um, but yeah, like you know, there are times when it's like, okay, like, can I just make? great art even if like the music sucks or like the elements are, are nasty or there's people like badgering me or just whatever is happening like we'll actually where let me just find that keep finding that diamond in the rough you know <laughs> and, and then find it and then polish it and then and then look into that and because it's still all all there you know i mean obviously if it's like you know, a thunderstorm it's not gonna work as well but um uh yeah, that's that's an interesting meditation <laughs> in in and of itself. What are some of your favorite environments to create in? Um, well, I mean, that's then the thing that I, I, I can, I, as much as I can say like, oh yeah, well, you know, I can paint in any circumstances, like I need to be able to be at peace. You know, I definitely like to be in a nice kind of like quiet stable place with good lighting like sitting down like at at like my desk and just able to like really zoom in on a painting and work into all the details in a very tranquil space you know because at the end of the day it is like how much how many like tiny factors how much like chaos can i channel into Mm. you know these things that I'm making, whatever it is, you know, uh, it's, it's nice. It's, it's, it's much more helpful to have an environment that is conducive to that, you know, (laughs) rather than thrashing around in the mud all the time. So like set and setting. Yeah. Set and setting. Having a, having a nice safe container with all the things that you need. Mm Mm-hmm allow for the chaos to emerge to be channeled exactly exactly yeah (laughs) exactly and turn into something good rather than just something that's like affecting like ah i gotta like (laughs) deal deal with this right now oh my god can i just get a stroke of paint and no it's more like okay now it's like how many different places can i take this it just opens up a lot more possibility for sure amazing yeah it, it just seems like uh the possibilities are endless like mm-hmm. when you when you get into that creative flow, I saw on your Instagram you posted the process. I think you have a little mm-hmm. um, bubble. The process, yeah, it's so cool to dive in there, yeah, and to see the broad strokes and the sort of background and and then how you're shaping it, what you're mm-hmm. what you're getting from that, or what's emerging from that, mm-hmm. and then watching that process unfold. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's truly an amazing thing. I think, I think we're at a time right now in our world where we need more art. Like we just, we need it. It's, it's a crucial part of existence. You know, mm-hmm. like imagine a world with no art, right? Like, let's go to the extremes. Like, yeah, and then it's just all art. Okay. So we, we need what? Like, <laughs> Where am I? Like, imagine if you will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's art. It's, uh, the totalitarian regime has ruled that art is all art is a distraction from, from the true purpose <laughs> of, uh, yeah, just uh, like, uh, I don't That's know, we'll feeding know. people and yeah. like, uh, I don't know, worshiping our definition of God. So like, we're just going to focus only on that. And if we catch you enjoying anything or make creating anything,
anything for its own aesthetic purpose, you're gonna get the the wheel. <laughs> that's that's when we'll know we're in real trouble. Yes, when definitely. Gestapo comes to the door and's like, "Are you painting in there?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank God we're not there yet. Yeah, it better be an awning or a sign for. <laughs> it better have a utilitarian function in that alone. <laughs> that better be a painting of the supreme leader. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're gonna go that way. I, I think it's not possible. It's it's not possible. I mean, well, okay. Well, did, well, did you say it's not possible or it's possible? Uh, well, I, I guess it's. Said. I guess both are. Are. I mean, I'm, I would say a world with completely devoid of art seems. Impo- it's kind of just like I'm. I'm. I don't know. I guess I'm in the mind state of like. It's it's like the grass and the sidewalk cracks. Like art itself sure. and like consciousness will always just like find its way. Yes. Through you know no matter what. Not not to say that like everything's going to be like rosy. Of course, that's not what I was saying. But. Um, Art itself will find a way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and art is expression, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, and that's that the good world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the good world. You know, things things can get pretty crazy. You know, they could really get pretty crazy. AI and singularity mm. and nanobot. You know, neural link. Mm. Whatever the hell. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, you know what what's going on, but, or, and I would say that, yeah, nothing will ever stomp out the, the true spirit of creation. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's, I don't think it's possible for it's not that possible. to happen. We're always going to be, you know, it's just in, you know, we're what's on the other side. Like we're always going to be in, invested in that question. I think it's just part of our nature to, uh, uh, allow that and want to to go there you know and, and i don't think the totalitarians are not going to be able to stop that <laughs> ultimately you know um yeah. i think i think it, it's it's you know art is like like you know i i, I studied in, in college i never actually took any art classes in college but i did take philosophy of art classes and so i thought a lot about like well, okay what is art and what is it doing and like you know i'm not sure i have any one you know it's that's it's weird it's like should an artist have like a philosophy of art that like is like their don't, ultimate don't should on yourself <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> yeah, yeah that yeah that would definitely raise like a, a stink and then get me caught <laughs> one foot in some place where i don't want to be perhaps um but i don't know it definitely is uh i i definitely do think that it's oriented around like just it, yeah expression but also creating something where you just enjoy that thing for its own sake, it's just there, and it's not part of like, okay, what use does this have to X, Y, or Z? And that's sort of, and in, and in that, like, it is the model uh, in some sense, like a microverse of the good world, you know, where it's like, well, you know, it's like, what's the purpose of life? And it's like, well, okay, that's, I mean, that's a huge question. There's like infinite answers, maybe to that, but you know, whatever it is, like, if we're not enjoying it for its own sake, then you know, we're doing something wrong. I think <laughs> like we're, it is what it is. Preach. Then, yeah. <laughs> Preach. Oh. Yeah. I, I completely agree, man. I completely agree. It's, it's, um, yeah. What, oh, what purpose, what functionality it just, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It just is. Exactly. And I think that that is as, all of this whole world is like keeps folding in and folding in and like more Mm -hmm. and more and more and things are getting weirder and stranger and crazier and we're connected more. 
And yeah, a lot of like philosophers nowadays are talking about this time as, as having like a meaning crisis to it Mm -hmm. because we could sort of ascribe meaning to anything, but we have so many options. Yeah. Sometimes it could be overwhelming. We're just like, well, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'll just, I'll just be a cog in the machine. I'll just go with it. Let me just plug back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's, an answer <laughs> if you're if you're really into being a cog <laughs> but but uh yeah that's not really probably that's probably not going to lead to like a very fulfilling um life you know so it's like so that's to me it's like that's where like art and philosophy then dovetail together or you converge or open up space together you know because they're both very intrinsically open-ended you know so sh- am i a cog? What am I, you know, like, what should I be a cog? <laughs> shall, shall I remove myself from the situation? And then, you know, like, okay, let's, wh- wh- where shall I grow? You know, what is, what feels good? What looks good? You know, cause like for me as like an artist, like when I look at a painting, like I'm not, I mean, this is just my personal style. Like my approach is not particularly to like, okay, I'm going to paint this image. It's not, it's not like an ideological structure of like, okay, I'm going to like get this image and then like, it just needs to be an image of this. It's like, okay, is the painting going to look good? Is it going to satisfy whatever that thing is, that indefinable quality of satisfaction, you know, and let's just, let me just keep painting. And that's how I know I've been a painting is finished is when I, it's like, okay, I've maximized what I can do with a given form to produce that kind of satisfaction. And so that to me, that to me is almost like, that's like another, it's like, you know, as below, so above. So it's like, you know, going back to Terrence McKenna, it's like the transcendental object at the end of time, you know, yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of like the, that's like, that's in one way, like the magnet that's pulling us all forward is okay. We, we sense like what is going to feel good. What's going to look good. What's going to be the good world. And it's not a matter of like, okay, we have this recipe and we have to follow the recipe. Well, it's like, well, if the recipe doesn't taste good, then don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't bake right. it that way. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's just, we're just going to find that and, uh, and, 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 and live with that, you know, and, and, and keep, keep, keep honing whatever that is, you know, and just allow ourselves to be absorbed into that deliciousness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Well put. Well put, my friend. That is amazing. I, I feel that, you know, when you say that, I really feel it. Amazing. Yeah. Because that is where that good, good exists. Uh Uh-huh. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Beauty. Yeah. Aesthetics. Uh Oh, why do you, why do you like that? Well, I don't know. I just like it. Yeah. I just, it, it makes me feel good. Yeah. I feel better. People are happier. I like it. It's good. It excites me. Something comes alive within me. These colors, this movement, this environment, so important. So, so deeply important. And, you know, and it's one of these things where it's like, you know, we, we might talk about it. I mean, none of the, even the words that either of us are saying right now are the thing itself, of course, you know, so it's like, you know, we can describe it 
like what like oh, okay this is what beauty is this is what it feels like blah 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 but it's like no you just you actually go out there and you do it and you find yourself absorbed in it and you find yourself enjoying it and that's that is what it is and that's what I go for in my art is like okay can I create something that doesn't need an explanation really like there might be explanations I might have symbolic stuff I do <laughs> I might have conceptual things in my art I do but uh are those necessary? No. I, I, I just want people to be able to be there and absorbed and um, just be satisfied with the visual experience on its own, you know, and just take that for what it is and make, make whatever they want out of it, you know. And, I mean, my specific style, too, is one where I, it, I, I know my painting is like an exercise in pareidolia. It's like finding forms in things where those forms aren't you know supposed to be there i love it yeah. right yeah exactly so like i do that and then i invite sort of everybody who looks at my art to do the same thing you know so i i'm just constantly stunned at music festivals in particular especially you know when the psychedelics <laughs> are on <laughs> yes <laughs> when people yes. come up and say like oh my goodness i see these faces and this and then people give me these amazing interpretations of my own paintings that i've never thought about but are completely 100% on point. <laughs> I, I get mind blown by somebody explaining my own painting to me and I'm just like, yes, this is it <laughs> right there. Like you have been absorbed. <laughs> Welcome to the club or, uh, <laughs> like let, let me, let me into the house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Luke, that needs to be like the, the, the knock, like the secret password. It was just like, we just like have a painting outside and then like, okay, after like 10 minutes, Tell me what you think. And then they just like, they start explaining it. Like, this is what came up as like, great. Slide into tube one. Yeah. <laughs> Slide down that one. You know, just like a meow wolf kind of. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Oh, those rooms are going to be fantastic <laughs> on the inside. Yeah. It'll be like the ultimate Turing test for, for people. The ultimate Turing test for the good world. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what art is uh, doing. It helps to like filter this. I mean, from a utilitarian, you want to look at it from that, uh, aspect that angle um it does have a function like that but you know we're all human beings so let's all oh most of us yeah i mean well yeah and then yeah, okay well, there you go so to be fair damn lizards in the center of the earth <laughs> with their fucking 5g shit yeah doing. Like, as soon as we get these antennas up yeah, well, the wi- the Wi-Fi is great. So thank you very much, yeah. Lizard Beings. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, hey, we have a lizard part of our brain that yeah. connects us to that. So let's uh, let's enjoy the Wi-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> it, all serves a, it. it all serves a, a, a function, um, I suppose. But, um, yeah, hey, lizards. <laughs> I mean, but no, to get philosophical, yeah, what is a human being? I mean, for goodness sake, I mean, like, you know, we're obviously composed of like billions or trillions of cells, but then we have more prokaryotic cells in our body than we do eukaryotic animal Whoa, cells. Whoa, what is that? Hold on. Yeah, I, you have to, what <laughs> is prokaryotic? Uh, bacteria. Bacteria. Yeah. And then what was the second one you said? Eukaryotic. Eukaryotic. Yeah. So those are like animals, plants, and uh, I believe fungi are classified as eukaryotes. So it's, a, <gasps> and I, I, I'm, I'm thinking back to my biology now. It's like, it, that's about like uh, what kind of like cell wall you have. There's different kinds of like classifications and like where like the nucleotides are, are held um, and like how the reproduction occurs. But, um, but yeah, prokaryotes are, are bacteria, but we have like, we have all these bacteria and it's, that's our microbiome. And then those are like, 
it's an enormous mass of beings that we have. And it's like, I mean, one of my like uh, pet conspiracy theories that I'm not actually sure it might be true <laughs> is that, you know, like, well, what if um, the bacteria are the god that's the divine right that's 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 that is like the divine avatar like they seeded life on earth like they're operating us like what if like these exact thoughts that i'm having that you're having right now are the bacteria and they're like sort of like the, the human being body is just like this giant machine and like it's literally the bacteria at the little joystick yeah. <laughs> operating it and it's having these thoughts maybe maybe not giving that part maybe but there's in and there's like there's just I don't know, mathematically, I don't, I don't even have the mathematical terms to describe how many bacteria there are on the entire planet, but it seems quite possible to me that like those put together are like a neural network of some sort that are operating something. And it's like, that's the operating system. That's the underlying operating system for earth. So it's like when we need human beings, like we're, we're the pinnacle of evolution and all that. And it's like, the bacteria are like silently applauding and saying, "Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah let, let them think that." Yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're they're very humble. They're used to like living in the most exalted, in the most grimy places, all the time. But they love it. They love it all. <laughs> yeah, I I love that man. Like I I really, you know, I had this thought one time about, you know, I, I take a lot of psychedelics and. um I had a 11 gram mushroom trip. Wow. Beautiful. 11.11 <laughs> grams. 11. <laughs> I tried. Uh, okay. So it was all, it was on 11, 11 last year. Nice. Okay. Uh -huh. And I was uh -huh. like, yeah, I was like, ha ha ha. He, he, he. I thought I sensed the theme here. And I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll try and weigh it out. to 11, 11, put 11, 11. And I couldn't uh, get it to that, but it was right. 11 and it, 11 something. Close enough. Yeah. But anyway, the, the thing that came to me was, you know, I, I was in this, um, massive like server farm in the omniverse just going on infinite up and down left and right every direction mm -hmm. it seemed like it was like the akashic records field or something wow. like that but also at the same time it was like digital cosmic alien and biological and the thought occurred to me is like we keep fucking going out there mm -hmm. like and you're talking about this, the bacteria and everything. And it's like, there's so much in here and mm -hmm. as above, so below yeah, as out there. So within here, there's so much that we don't even know about this fucking meat bag that we are. <laughs> the bag. Damn meat bag. <laughs> the bacteria is like, yeah, the meat bag thinks it's in charge again. What do you think we should do down here? <laughs> 75 quadrillion. You know? Yeah. Well, these are designer Gucci bags, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Not just any old bags now. Come yeah. on. <laughs> designer Gucci human bags. Yes, yes. The bacteria have, have gently wrought these... I I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there's so many of them. I mean, I just imagine them as like little technicians. Like that's the nanotechnology yeah. right there. It's the organic nanotechnology that we have built in. And it's like, it's like literally our birthright, you know, is to, is to connect with that, that biofield, you know, and like just thinking about like, okay, like questions like, is the, the earth 
conscious or like what is you know what is the consciousness of the earth and like to what degree like the bacteria play into that or like are we speaking for them right now this is brought to you by <laughs> like the lactobacillus like like number like i can't even speak their language right now or maybe i am maybe my art is their language they're telling me to paint <laughs> yeah who knows for good gut bacteria get element kombucha enter promo code mike 11 <laughs> Nice. I will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's like, do you like kombucha? I love kombucha. Element kombucha is amazing. Okay. Beautiful. Happy to have them as a sponsor. They sent me like a bunch of cases and I just crushed it in like three days. Amazing. I wish I had some to offer you. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm parched (laughs) and my gut bacteria are even more parched. How are we supposed to solve the problem of the omniverse bacteria if we don't have element kombucha for our guests? Ah, yes. Element. Send me more, please. I love you. I love you, Element. Uh, feel free to send me some too. <laughs> yes, please send Luke some too. It's uh, it's delicious. But you're like I love I just love where we're going here too because I I, I see it reflected in your art as well. This yes. like as above, so below. Mm-hmm. This as within, so without. Yeah. This like molecular, nano, biological, digital, cosmic circuitry. This yes. astral, fractal, like everything. Yes, weave, baby, weave. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I, I'm, my philosophy, in, in some sense, is just like all of the above, all of the below. You know, just like include it all in there. Like I'm, you know, I don't have any like one particular conceptual point with like my art per se it's just like i'm just gonna like weave whatever it is in there it's a mode of like therapy it's you know just expression and expression as therapy and it's sometimes it's okay well and here's a philosophical concept that maybe i want to get across and or i don't know how to get it across so let me just express something and then turn it into something and let something happen with that and then oh i just expressing it oh and it turns out that is a philosophical concept or something it's it's all weaving together at once you know it's fluid yeah it's moving your art your art is moving like it's and 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 i feel it like it's um I, i i oftentimes think if we had more art like this in public spaces and places if we took like we were you know talking about alex gray before and and his um Entheon mm-hmm. at, at Cosm and the, the idea of this like chapel, this idea of a sacred space that is an environment imbued with the uh, magical powers of artistic creation and expression mm-hmm. that is this eternal feedback loop of observer, observing, observed, observing, observer, <laughs> and like, whoa, like this whole like fluid motion. I mean, that... To me, that is what reality seems like to me. The mm-hmm. totality of the reality that I find myself in, yeah. it's this like, bleh, bleh, <laughs> just like constant, just like, bleh, bleh, like exactly in and out, in and out, up and down. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very much interested in like, how, how can we change the world? for the better mm-hmm. how can we make the world a better place how can people feel better about who they are in relation to the world and how can we all just like love each other and have a great fucking time yeah 
Yeah. And I think art just plays such a huge role in that. Aesthetics and beauty and art and infrastructure and design and architecture and f- that, that that feedback, you know what I mean? That give and take, that in, like people blowing your minds from your painting, you know, giving you that information from your yeah. paintings, like that kind of thing builds worlds. Exactly, exactly. And it's an, an, and it's a connector and, you know, and can, and the way we connect as human beings is, is to communicate really. And that's what a lot, that's what art does. It communicates something. And that's really how, you know, if you want to change the world, change society, we need to learn how to like communicate and art is a, both a way of teaching that in and of itself and like a way of holding space for people to communicate inside those things. The art itself doesn't have to necessarily have a message that like, okay, like this is the meaning of the art piece that I need to take away and now I understand it. But it's more like, how can it hold a space for us to communicate? You know, I think it, it doesn't matter what your political persuasion is. Like if you can't communicate it and if you don't want to communicate and you're not open to communication and that means like open to like giving and receiving truth and like you know, changing as you need to, when like acting as you need to, or, you know, if, 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 and like thinking about it, folding it all in, <laughs> like everything we've been talking about, you know, that's going to be it, the name of the uh, episode, folding it all in. Beautiful. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. That beautiful <laughs> folded. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's how, that's how we're going to change the world is we have to get together and, 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 and really figure out what, what we each need, what we, what we want and, um, work together. And if, and if, you know, if you're not part of doing that, then really it just comes down to you're either just want to be by yourself. You maybe want maybe you want to be a hermit. That's great. Or if you're interested in just using violence <laughs> instead of that, that's kind of, I mean, not to be too binary, but those are kind of the tendencies of like the options, like there's a whole range of communication, there's a whole range of violence that you can engage in. And I would much rather create with people a world of beauty and joy and abundance by communicating mm-hmm. instead of um, forcing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything at the point of pain, you know, using pain as like the weapon. I'd rather use... Uh, um, paint be- beauty paint <laughs> yes <laughs> mike he crossed the t right there he put, <laughs> put putting the t on the end of pain yeah there we go exactly of course yeah no it's so funny every time like i'd type in like a, you know uh like like a paint into like a like i'm on my phone like the autocorrect is always coming out like did you mean like pain or something like that i'm like no 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 painting <laughs> wow, yeah. yeah yeah exactly so there's there's a there's an alchemical lesson right there there. Thank you very much. Uh, technocratic (laughs) (laughs) underlords and overlords. Yeah. Wow. Oh man. This is like, (laughs) yeah, because this is, this is it. Like this is really, this is where the future of the good world is forged. Yeah. It's with the poets. It's with the artists. It's with the safe space holders, the people that can allow for things to pass through, Mm -hmm. transmute, Yeah, you know, and, and hold that space, really hold it all. Yeah. I got that in that lesson in ayahuasca in Peru. One of the first times that I was drinking, it was, uh, you know, talking about these extremes of like, you know, you're a hermit, 
or you're using force to just exact your will into the world. Yeah, there's two examples. <laughs> and what what came up for me was like this, you know, this ayahuasca ceremony. I think I think it might have been the first ayahuasca, the first cup of ayahuasca I ever had. And it was this very much this like inviting in. Mm. We're just inviting you in. Mm. We're just kind of we're just coming in. We're just saying, uh, hey, we're here. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> you know, it's kind of serpentine, chaotic, mm-hmm. but orderly, but in a way of, of great beauty, of feminine beauty, mm-hmm. divine femininity, and, and just this like really, this invitation. Mm-hmm. It's an invitation to dance. Nice. You know, and I think that that's like what we've been talking about, I guess, this whole podcast, right? Is like finding that space where you can hear the invitation to dance. Yeah. Where you're not just like, fuck, why can't it just be like this? Or mm, nothing affects me at all. And I'm just, mm. yeah, exactly. The doors are open. <laughs> open, open. Yeah. The wisdom is alive. And the... there's that sort of like serpentine kind of, ah. you know, weaving and weaving that yes. inviting that little like come come here now just around the corner yes exactly yeah the infinity yes it has its own uh, magnetism it's always just calling us more to be what we are which is just what we are <laughs> as we are getting better at it all the time <laughs> you know it's just like okay I'm gonna be better and then you drop that like in standards of comparison throw those out the window and then you're just there and then you get better and you throw those out again and back and forth and okay (sighs) things get just more and more beautiful and so how can we facilitate that sort of process you know that's again back folding it back in to art you know that's what it's that it's there for it's uh, a space holder for these sorts of things you know and the scientists are and then the philosophers and the mathematicians and logicians and the physicians and all these people of course are all welcome in this is all you know this is all all completely all inclusive you know and that's 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 a real function of art is to like find the places for you know science and and all forms of practicality really just to plug in and to the the representation and the presentation of joy in life so we can expand and deepen that in the greatest way possible so <laughs> is it a challenge sometimes is it <laughs> an open invitation sometimes mostly yes <laughs> you strike me as somebody that's really you you've got something here luke like you you strike me as somebody that has you, there's a a poise to you like it, it's you, you seem that you take a lot in you take a lot in yeah and you hold it <laughs> and you allow it to pass through yeah that that, that the set like there's a very kind of a zen quality uh to you and uh that you're that's 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 sort of the 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 sense that i'm that i'm getting well thank you mike i <laughs> i think that's probably a reflection of yourself as well i see that in you as well um yeah sometimes i i pass things through too quickly sometimes i hold them too long but yeah i definitely try to yeah remember like what i was talking about earlier like duality you know just you know knowing when to 
fold them <laughs> no one to no. hold them <laughs> fold them back in you know okay yeah. there we go all right yeah right no, no, to fold them back in all right so uh yeah you know i mean i that's I'm glad I can uh, show that, be that, you know. I'm and I'm grateful, of course, to all the people who have taught me in many ways, and, yeah, and yeah. for the unteachable, primordial void <laughs> and, and the light in the void that has, uh, uh, you know, emanated forth and uh, given that automatically. Of course, of course, I, I give all the credit to that, <laughs> and I yes. see that in you too. Uh, yeah. Um, Good. <laughs> cool. it, it, it almost becomes like one of these things where it's like, well, we don't even like, what are we even talking about now? It's like, it's just, it just is. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. But it's, it is fascinating though to share that, to share that gift because the, it's a, a reminder to me, your reflection is a reminder to me and, and, and so on. So again, back what I was talking about, about like the feedback loops and things like that, which is so important. You know, I sat with this, this shaman from Colombia, and he said something very simple, but it just stuck with me. It just stuck with me mm -hmm. for a long time. He's like, we're human beings. We forget. That's just how we're designed. We forget. And we can remember. Mm -hmm. And we can help others remember. Mm -hmm. And others will help us remember. Nice. And we'll forget. And yeah. then we remember. Yeah. And it's just this like forgetting and remembering, you know? And that's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, otherwise I'd just be doing this podcast on my own. And then it's like, well, I, I'm fuck. I can't remember anything now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you remembered all the, uh, the, all the Akashic records, I guess you could just uh, sit there and interview yourself and then uh, do the Terrence McKenna voice in response. <laughs> you just have a little, like a dialogue monologue. Well, thanks for asking. <laughs> I wasn't planning to get into that, but since we have the weekend to expand, I think we'll take a trip trip down to the Eschaton. <laughs> I hear it's lovely there this time of uh, year. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that sounds. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, this has been this has been great, man. I feel like I don't truly. even know how long we've we've been going for. Truly, time. See, we started ask, talking about time. Did I? Does that by design, Mike? Did you do that or did time, I do that? Or did we design, do that or did no one do that? It's fine. You can have some wine. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I See? don't know. What is? Do we need to know? <laughs> <laughs> or do I, we already know? <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, just fold all that in. Yeah, fold it all in. Whatever it is, just fold know. it all in. Do we need to know? I know. You don't know. Fold it in. Fold it in. <laughs> hmm. Let's fold our hands and pray now. Ah. <laughs> uh, I went to the like Roman Catholic churches growing up as a, as a kid. Ah. Okay. So nice. it was all like. Oh, and Peter said to Paul when they were walking along, he said something, oh my and goodness, they wrote yes. it down in the Bible, and now I'm saying it to you, people. <laughs> oh, yeah. How am I doing, Lord? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I grew up in uh, church culture like that quite my, my father's actually a pastor so. my, my dad's a lector no kidding yeah wow there we go okay my dad's a little lutheran to be exact so not exactly catholic i guess the original anti-catholic but also you know oh sick he, he had he had a lot of appreciation nice. for the, the catholic religion too and and like the choral melodies specifically you know i was i was definitely raised in that sort of environment i don't know 
where that was all going. Well, but, maybe, oh, there's, <laughs> this is where I can go. They've got they've captured something there. Sure. You know, there's yeah. there's like in this whole conversation of like art and duality and chaos and order and dancing with the mystery and everything. Yeah. The transcendent, the sublime, uh, the languaging, the unlanguageable. Mm -hmm. Like they're doing it in all these modalities of like cathedrals and palaces yeah. and, you know, circles and expressions and rituals and burn this and drink this and sit this way and sing this way and look up at the sky in the, at this time or pray at this time. And so there's there's all these like these ways of of trying to plug into this, trying to fold in, yeah. fold into something. Exactly. Like give into something that captures the spirit of your being to make you feel that you're the, the most alive. Really. Yeah. I think that's what everything's trying to do, you know? And um, yeah, I really, I really like the sort of tribe that we've folded into, mm -hmm. which I imagine is, pretty similar probably right i mean like i spend a lot of yeah i mean we, our church is a different it looks different yeah it's it maybe looks like a music festival or it looks yeah, like exactly um, yeah this like right a, now. a cuddle puddle or yeah like this yeah <laughs> yeah exactly exactly i mean i mean that was the original even like if you look at like what jesus was saying i was like oh well there's like when there's like two or of you gathered it's like there i am in the presence and it's like and i'm not saying that as a christian but it's it's like you know that's it doesn't even need to be two people it's just like the divine presence and just remembering that remembering <laughs> that yes. you know and then just like living with that that is like the church i mean like it's interesting the phrase you use is like like capturing the spirit and it's like that's very true like there's like a space to like hold but then again it's also to like set free again and again that's that that's the the folding and unfolding aspect you know because like because it's not because to be clear you know like creating the good world it is there is a definite um sense of openness and that that we are joining into and returning to and maintaining as part of this, you know, because that's what keeps the aesthetic and the joy alive. And that's a lot of where a lot of like ideologies and organized religions specifically fail is they become too enclosed. Like you were saying earlier, you know, it's like, like, like they, 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 they might like crystallize or they become like, like towers and then they, they isolate themselves and then it becomes like just all series of closed doors. And it's like, you have to believe this way and here's the commandments and all this sort of stuff. And, and, you know, and then you have all these remainders though, all these other things in life, all these other aspects, all these other aspects of chaos and what can art and science each discover? Can we open those up and make, you know, use of those and can we enjoy those? You know, that's sort of the thing is, 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 is maintaining that structure through that openness is extra, extraordinarily important, you know, and, and if, and when we lose sight of that and we become closed and say, no, this is the only way, <laughs> then, you know, it's, it's, you just become dead. That's, that's sort of almost the definition of death. In fact. Sure. Yeah. And maybe that's part of the whole eternal process too. It is, you know, is like, oh shit, we're like rigid again. Time to break free. Right. I believe we're in a breaking free time right now. Do yeah. You, what do you, where do you believe we're at? What, how do you feel about where we're at right now in terms of like a humanity species, this planet Gaia. Ooh, wow. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, I mean, 
it's I'm con- every time I think about this sort of thing, I'm constantly thinking about like, okay, well, it's like, well, clearly we're definitely at some sort of a precipice and a bridge and we're changing into like a new world, but also like, well, it's like, well, every generation has kind of thought that before me. So I don't want to get too far ahead of myself and say like, well, this is the bridge. Like this is the absolute moment right now. We're about to attain it, you know, and every generation thinks that. So it's important to like keep that sense of like maybe, I don't know, humility is the right word, but that in mind but also yeah we're about i mean we are on the precipice of like a bunch of changes right now like we are opening up like the the global mind i mean that's what you know for in in all of its chaotic and orderly aspects and all of its violent and peaceful aspects you know that's what we're doing right now like the the world in the last 400 years has become um, 600 500 years i mean it's just become increasingly more interconnected and we're right now figuring out how to operate as a global awareness as a global culture hmm. you know and that means things like okay recognizing that we're part of an ecosystem all of us you know like that we have all these bacteria we're sharing we're sharing the world with these other beings and then oh well maybe they're actually they're beings outside this planet too now and maybe there's some in other dimensions and maybe they travel through our minds <laughs> and maybe you know like what are those connections about like we need we, you know and being open to that and figuring those things out um so yeah, we're we're we've kind of like done a lot in our world to figure out um okay, like well, here's what an individual is and uh, here's what like what a nation is, but we haven't really wrestled so much with like how do we really share this world fundamentally and view each other as like living beings that have just, you know, incarnated for whatever cause on this sphere <laughs> um because <laughs> it is <laughs> sorry yeah, right, flatter right. i'm sorry <laughs> it's a sphere I like it. it's just like the dramatic pause that. Like, dun 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 sphere yeah it's like a period like a like a circle yeah. a sphere yeah <laughs> yeah yes exactly um yeah so we're figuring out how to like connect to each other and really be with each other and make the most of it you know i mean because depending on which cultural tunnel you know you've grown up in it's kind of just like oh it's us against the world or it's like you know whether it's like me in this religion or me in this nation or me as like an individual and i need to make this money and like have like some empire or something like that and it's like those are all those all have their own purposes in like the guy in mind i believe but at the same time you know, it, we are all alive together. This is all, we are really all one organism. And are we going to realize that we're all one organism, (laughs) you know, and with, with a bunch of modalities together and how, what does that mean for life? How are we going to organize society as one organism now? You know, when you see other people as being part of your own body, Right. You know, it's like, wow, that's a radical perspective shift, you know, and yeah. and that doesn't We're mean... We're the Gaian bacteria. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and I don't know if it's me or just the bacteria tell me to say this, or am I telling the bacteria to tell me to say this, or so on and so forth in the mirror perceptions. Um, but yeah. Um, and then technology, of course, is an apparatus we're using to do that. You know, we've developed technology, the internet, and nanotechnology, smartphones, 
developing Neuralink and artificial intelligence. And see, these are all just modes of like trying to heal and connect us again, you know, because we're all seeking the love and joy. So, yeah, it's the con it's consciousness wanting to know itself, the unification and, yes. it, and, and, and it's manifesting in all these ways that can be kind of scary if you see it that way. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, I, I see it, I see it as a way of like, there's an infinite amount of, of ways that we're trying to know who the hell we are and what we're doing here. And we're going to, we're going to get somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> we're definitely going to get somewhere. I mean, I think, I think the, the good world will eventually come about one way or the other. I think, you know, we're definitely going to have to go through trials. <laughs> like, sure. It's just, it's just sure. kind of inevitable. I mean, I don't want to not to like manifest that per se, but you know, to, it, it's, it's, there's, there's a realist element of like, well, yeah, there's going to be things that are going to cause pain, you know? And we, it's the question is sort of like, do you want to take the hard road or the really, really, really hard road, you know? And that's sort of the question that as humanity, we're always facing like with ecological crises and crises and like, how do we organize ourselves politically? How do we deal with like violence as a society? Yeah. You know, these are all things like, do we want to do it the hard way or the really hard way <laughs> like, we're gonna get there one way or the other but like it's up to us to like figure out um how fast we're gonna we're gonna learn mm -hmm. really you know um and i it's it's, it's impossible to know because like the, things can just change in an instant somebody might come up with a brilliant invention or an idea i mean it might even be somebody hears something in this exact podcast these very words and says and then that that sparks something and then people just become aware and the synchronicity starts happening and people have collective empathy that fuses together and then and, and we realize that we can actually just talk about our problems and then we'll work them out and then we'll all just live together <laughs> you know and then maybe it could be that you know or maybe we have to go through phases of like people trying to control and contain that and this activates jealousy so no i need to like put up a bunch of gates and then enclose that and then protect and then say no this is the way and yours is not the way and you know and we're gonna learn stuff from that too you know so our my philosophy is just no matter what, it's just, are we ready? Just are we ready for whatever comes? So it's like revolutionaries, be ready. <laughs> be at your ready for, for whatever comes, you know, because when the activation comes and the signal <laughs> starts to glimmer and beep, then, you know, it's time. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's time, you know, it's, and then and, and find the others. The others are there. You already know them. Keep doing it. There it is. Yeah. So yeah, I I I agree. <laughs> <laughs> With that whole ramble. With all, all right, that, beautiful. I, say, I agree. <laughs> well, I, I do agree. I do agree because it's like what we were talking about before about nothing can stop creation. There's you're always gonna have the grass growing out of the cracks. You're always mm -hmm. gonna have the one star shining in the sky, even if you can't mm -hmm. see it behind the clouds right. and the fog. It's there. I remember at the end of that that TV show on HBO, True Detective. They were looking at up the sky and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, look, he's like, there's only a couple stars in the sky. He's like, yeah, but at one time there was only darkness you know, mm. and now there's a couple of specks and it's like, yeah, that's really all we need. Just get a couple of specks. Once, once a couple of specks start shining, other people are like, oh, cool. I want to do that too. Yeah. And then it spreads and it spreads and it spreads. 
Yeah. Yeah. Using contagiousness <laughs> to, to our advantage. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's how, and then, you know, to, to fold it back in, like, that's how I view my art in many ways. Like, when I start a painting, like, I very rarely have, like, a sense of, like, oh, this is what I'm going to paint. I have this complete image and I'm going to make this happen. It's just like, okay, well, I have, like, this basic idea. I'm going to do, like, a person facing this way or, like, maybe an animal or whatever it is. And then just start it. And then the, the, the paint will just suggest the and the forms will just suggest things and I'll say oh okay we'll take it there and here and then it'll grow and then my subconscious is always weaving into that below what my explicit thought is um creating yeah. and uh, and I just keep folding that back in and then okay it's all of a sudden I have like this thing and it's it's all these dots have been connected and it's like wow I guess that was what we call evolution right there <laughs> just there built it on itself yeah yeah enjoy the process yeah trust the journey yeah absolutely. go with the flow yeah all of the above <laughs> all <of> the blow <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that yeah. thank you to all my bacteria out there yeah. <laughs> once again shout out to all the bacteria <laughs> oh man yeah I'm... so what what's what's uh really important what's really present what's really alive for you in, in your life right now Ah, uh, gosh. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's such a, a massive question. How can I be most <laughs> magnanimous in answering that? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always doing art and uh, I'm definitely looking to create immense works of art. But um, I'm actually thinking about going back to school to study um, philosophy and history more. I really want to delve back into learning. And it's not a matter of like thinking that I need like a formal education. I'm, I'm, I'm very much autodidactic. I have learned a lot of stuff on my own. But at the same time... I know that because you use the word autodidactic. <laughs> you taught yourself that. Nice. Aha. I see what you did there. Beautiful. Yes, yes. You too. <laughs> um, but I will say that, um, you know, there are obviously like flaws in the educational system, but at the same time, I got to say, I mean, the college I went to, Hampton Sydney College, shout out there, <laughs> and to all the beautiful students and professors there, um, I learned a lot from just talking with people who have PhDs and who have like really geniuses yeah. who have like really thought really hard about this stuff and just being immersed in that environment. So I've been, um, really craving doing more of that. And, um, but then using that and, uh, all the art that I do to just continue to connect people. Cause I really am interested in like creating the good world. You know, it's not a matter of like, I'm not interested just in like, Oh, making money or just like having like some like isolated personal dream come true. It's like, I really want to see a thriving, happy society yeah. <laughs> globally, you know? And it's, and that doesn't mean like anything about like, you know, one world government or anything like that. It means like, you know, literally like let's all like live on earth together and share this and like respect each other yeah. and like help each other to grow in our autonomy. And like, I really want to see that. And I see like the music festival culture, especially to do that as a, as a way to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I mean, this is this is sort of like almost me now advertising and asking anybody out there, but like I I'd be very interested in starting up a music festival at some point. Um, and and I don't I don't even I'm not actually even that concerned that I'm the one to do this. I would just love to see a permanent music festival ground where that has like a massive stage presence that everyone can come together 
and enjoy music like multiple times a year. And then there's like a permaculture farm and there's like med- a medicine farm there so we can grow cactus or yes. any n- cannabis, you name it, any kind of medicine that, that is, that is important for people to take and uh, enjoy um, and to grow that there and to just facilitate these things long-term, just, just uh, having a space to facilitate art and music and bodily movement and bring science and spirituality and respect for nature into all of that and, you know, create a microcosm of the good world and then, you know, inculcate that, cultivate that, and then send the spores back out <laughs> into the world to, yeah. to, to grow to grow new things. Uh, so I'm very interested in um, doing that. I haven't made any, like, tangible... Um, procedures in that I haven't, I haven't made any like arrangements for that yet, but I'm very interested in doing that sort of thing. But right now, personally, I'm, I'm just really working on art, but longer term, everything we've just talked about and connecting people through these mechanisms is the, the focus. Sure. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've loved this podcast with you. I've really enjoyed it. And Mm. what you said, like, that's, that's my goal as well too. Beautiful. So maybe this is the formation of something happening here, right? We just finding the others, we're germinating. Yes. And that's really what it's all about. You know, I mean, it's how can we make this a more, a more fun experience, a more loving experience, more giving experience, a healthier, more reciprocal experience, you know, nourishing and harmony and balance with keeping the magic alive. Yes. Yes. And, and so I'm very much like working towards that. And I imagine other people are too. And so it's conversations like this that start to put the small mouth noises out (laughs) into the vibratory field, which then creates some kind of mycelial network type of connection. And yeah, let's, let's all bring, let's bring people together to, to, to get right with what it means to be on this planet and and be a human being and to really live it up. Yep. Really soak it in. Yes. Really love it. Amen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's absolutely do that. I'm, yeah, this is, yeah, exactly. This is just a free, a free call to all people to, you know, to activate, you know, those plans and to, and to, yeah, exactly. To find the others and to, to, to like really do this, you know, and I'm, I'm interested. I'm just so interested in just that happening. Like I would love to be, you know, somebody to lead and participate in a leading way in that, but I also don't have to, like, I'm perfectly happy doing any number of like projects. I just want to see that it's gets coordinated and that we can really work together. That's been a big thing in my life recently. It's just how can like, we really work together, you know, as a society, you know, and then that means as like a, as like a psychedelic culture, as a festival culture, as an art culture, as a culture culture, as an American culture, as a global culture, you know, all of these things are valid and we need to find the ways to communicate and bring forth the best in all of us, you know? And so any part that I can play <laughs> in that with uh, art or philosophy or whatever I'm saying right now is, um, yay. Good. Yeah. Thank you, you. <laughs> you the, it's the, you're bringing the Luke Schroederness, and I'm bringing the Mike Adelicness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and every, anyone listening out there who wants to, to join in is going to bring their ness 
their essence, their beingness, the totality of their being that can't be compartmentalized or labeled or put down, you know, and it's that fluidness, yeah. the fluidity of it, you know, the fluidity, the invitation of that come join in this fluidity. Yes. Maybe you'll lead sometimes, maybe somebody else will, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and that's cool. Yeah. That's how we run a cool ship. Well, all right. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, everybody, because you're in for a real treat. Luke and I are going to go build this project right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> yeah. No, but thank you so much for, for being here, man. I mean, I feel like we could talk for six, seven, eight, nine, ten hours, but... Uh, all things do come to an end. <laughs> I guess that's the nature of time, or is it? <laughs> but yes, uh, I, I very much appreciate that, Mike. I appreciate you a lot. This has been a beautiful experience. I um, can't wait to go out there and you know build off of everything we just talked about. This has been very invigorating, and I hope um, that... Everybody who listens is invigorated and activated as well. Cool. Awesome. All right, let's do this. Let's take a deep breath together. And then just create this space here for the end of the podcast to anything that was, any, did we touch on anything that maybe we could have touched on a little bit more? Is there anything that needs to be said? Anything that you, maybe after we end the podcast, be like, ah, oh, I should have said that. Ooh, oh. <laughs> ah. Hmm. I think we touched on all of the <laughs> the good stuff. There's a lot I could say, There's but so much more. I know. <laughs> but uh that'll just have to be for another time, whether between you and me or reaching out to me or Mike or anybody, you know, find the others, make it happen. <laughs> It's happening. There it is. So it is. Luke Schroeder Art. Yes, sir. Instagram. Yes, sir. And on Facebook as well. And on Facebook. And then you could find everything there. And I believe mm -hmm. Etsy, right? You have... I have an Etsy. It's linked in my Instagram as well, right? I'm I'm building a website, but uh, the Instagram is sort of the hub. I like social media, but I can only tolerate so, so much. So, but that's, that's kind of like the hub right now. I just love my Instagram account. It's pretty much my website, so... Please visit, message me. Follow them, find them, enjoy them. Yes, yes. Thanks, folks. Thank you. Till next time. Thank you, Luke. Namaste. Much love. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Hey, hope you guys enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. I really fucking enjoyed that podcast. Luke is awesome. I feel like he's a kindred spirit, brother from another mother. Uh, just a, a great dude and an amazing artist. And he was so kind and gracious. He gifted me one of his amazing, beautiful prints. Uh, I am just uh, just loving it. I, I, I can't wait to hang it up in the new studio. It's uh, it's it's my instant like I don't know. My mind is blown. It's such an amazing piece of artwork, and I just can't wait to get it up in the in the new studio here at Mycadelic Studios where Luke was. And uh, it's called Sudden. Sudden contact with eternal awareness. So I can't wait to uh, post that and show you guys what it looks like. It's going to get framed. If you enjoyed this this podcast as much as I did, please like, share, subscribe, tell people about it, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. Join the Patreon and for $5 a month, get access to ad-free, early release, immediate publishing of episodes right when I record them, I release them. No commercials, no ads. 
and we get right into it. So head on over there, Mike Brank, uh, patreon.com slash Mike Brank. All the links, everything that you want to know is in the show notes. Element Kombucha, Being True to You, Fungi Academy, Wave Block. Go check them all out. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Till next time. Check out our men's retreat coming up. Also, if you're interested in that, it's called Inward. The links are in the show notes, show description. I'm super thrilled about that. Can't wait to uh, can't wait to connect with you guys. Thank you so much. Till next time, peace.